This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Mira Lira of Fairy, Shikigami Weapon of Behemoth and Romave, Saren Orimura of Sargatanis. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. And by Alamo City Comic Con, October 28th through the 30th at the Henry B. Gonzalez Convention Center in sunny San Antonio, Texas. Alamo City Comic Con celebrates the artists that entertain us through TV, movies, comics, gaming, and cosplay. For more info, including badge prices, celebrity guests, hotel accommodations, and more, visit alamocitycomiccon.com. Consuming juxtaposition, but you don't see Ascalia. Please don't tell your kids that story, don't Scarlet. And Vicky, she's a dragoon. Win and here we go. Welcome to Limit Break Radio, episode number, what is this, 79? 79! 79, yeah. Welcome to the show, thank you for joining us, we are of course the premiere podcast for Final Fantasy XI, and of course we are live from Vonadeel, thank you so much for joining us live here at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio, we are of course going to be doing our spectacular annual platinum call-in call-in extravaganza edition bonanza special volume three today so we invite your calls here on the show talking everything final fantasy 11 because there's nothing to talk about for 14 i like for hey I'm a host now. You are not a host. That's a lie. <laughs> that wasn't. Oh, that wasn't canon. 
That was that was part that was part of the uncanon season of of Limit Break Radio. No, it's no. like the season eight of Scrubs. We just forget it exists. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> it's the thing. It's it's left to fan fiction, sir. That's it. That's all you got. Eagle. <laughs> With the scrubs drop, loving it. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. LimitBreakRadio.com is the website. Thank you for joining us live here in Von Adil. Uh So, yeah, uh, there's there. You know, it's 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 interesting. We're, we're excited to talk about uh, Final Fantasy 11. There's a lot to talk about. It's been a while since we've done our it's been a couple of months since we've done our last three or four, three, three or four month or three or four hour uh, uh, epic. So, uh, yeah, we're going to be here for a while today. Strap in, guys. We've got a big topic joining us today. Of course, uh, we've got the crew. We've got Vicky here. Vicky, how's it going? What's up? It's going. Glad to have you along. And uh, Juxta is is here. He, he I'm keeps, here, too! He keeps saying that he's a host. It's not true. Simply Juxta was a thing. That was not a thing. It has not been wiped clean. It's not It's not a thing. But uh, we have a special guest host along with us today, but also uh, host for one of our network shows, Voices of Vana Deal. We've got Escalia joining us today. Yes, and I want to go ahead and preempt this by saying Voices of Vana Deal episode 12 is coming we had some slight delays in production where's that where are those 0.5 episodes uh (laughs) what happened i I really missed the voice acting what happened to those the uh the we did we did some that that are not out yet yeah where are they they? we we recorded some that never made it to air whatever happened to that um the 0.5s are coming guys (laughs) they're coming and they're gonna be spectacular it's gonna be wonderful uh of course this is uh the uh, the most popular Final Fantasy Eleven podcast on the internet. It may be the only one left. I don't, I don't really know. By process anymore. of elimination, we're the most popular. Right, the diehardy wardies. <clears throat> right. Uh, well, we we of course had Kahlo who exited the show. Uh, I don't know. That was a while back. He's still gone. We don't know where he is. What what kind of hijinks that he's up to? He's doing something or other. Uh, but I, I mean, I, we have the extra microphone set up. Maybe we should maybe we, i mean because it's just it's just vicky and i in terms of hosts i mean escalia is is gonna you know i was on, I'm on voices bit. of vanna deal that counts kind of i guess sort of i deserve a mikey white are you can okay oh. if i'm I, still mad at nika errr vicky for defending score last week Escape death. Thanks for that. Calling out Nika for defending Skrull. (laughs) What? Brutal. Uh, And 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 Nika doesn't have the the donation thing. I'm working. I'm working. Oh, oh, okay. She's working on it. I said the towel. (laughs) I tried to help. Uh, You're just an intern. I don't listen to you. Yeah, exactly. It's true. All right, we're gonna be nice, Juxta. We're gonna be nice to you today because it's a bonanza. Do you want the closet? No. Okay. The closet is alive. Then you're gonna. Okay. First of all, no more Taro speak. None. No. If you want the mic, <laughs> if you want the mic, that's got to stop. Agreed. I'll try. Hard. <laughs> okay. All right. I guess. I guess that's good enough. That's probably as good as we're gonna that's get. Nice. Ooh, hello. Hello. Yeah. All right. How's it feel? 
feels good yeah feels like power it's been a while since you had a microphone isn't it uh, it's good it's good <laughs> uh, it's truly the episode we never thought was coming i know right uh it's the episode we deserved so so how's that i mean it's been a while since since we, you know we've checked in with you how's the the closet been i mean i'm assuming that you've been in the intern closet uh well there's uh there's all the you know the things in there and the the, the socks the bones of erufalian <laughs> bones of erufalian lady fane uh ellison they're all in there <laughs> skeletons in our closets that shall never be released uh and that's the last we'll ever speak of it there uh, you go so so <laughs> we've also got another guest joining us today uh we used to do this a lot on the show where we would have a guest that was sort of like not even really related to the topic that we were talking about but they were someone that would just like round out the room and there was really no explainable reason for them to be on the show but yet they Other were there we needed another voice <laughs> yeah they were there and they said things sometimes so joining us today as a special guest we've got papa woody papa hey how you doing good how about yourself welcome to limit hey. break radio thanks thanks were, were you able to find excited. your way to norg okay yeah not really. No, no. Oh. I have no idea where it is. Oh. Well, to be fair, it, it, we've never shown it before, so this yeah, is yeah. Right. That's that's true. That's true. I mean, you know, a first time for everything. That's yeah. that's right. That's that is right. totally it not is. Amigo's butt in the background, by the way. Oh yeah, we should we should uh, hang on. We should. Can we focus in on that for a moment? Hang on. Yeah. Let's. Uh, okay. I, I've got the camera turned now. This is an actual game with. Like characters acknowledging fan service in it. Uh, yeah, that's definitely like fat material. And there's two of them, by the way. There's one on the lower bunk and one on the upper bunk. I don't just, know that I'd want to be the guy out. in the upper bunk. Just <laughs> pointing that out. Uh, so, yeah, uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, we're excited to have you along for this uh, exciting call-in special. Uh, this is, of course... Limit Break Radio Spectacular Annual Platinum Extravaganza Edition Call-In Bonanza Special Volume 3. Volume 2 was a thing that happened, and we had... <laughs> How this, did it go? It, 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 was, it was interesting, because I sat around for like three and a half hours on a weekend and got zero Skype calls. Oh, so it's basically every other day. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it was sad. <laughs> so uh, we're going to make another run at it again today. So we want to hear uh, we want to hear from you guys. Uh, you can give us a call on Skype. That's Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715. And there's this new program that I, I, I've only, I'm only just finding out about because the, I, we're pretending it's like 2010 for some reason, <laughs> uh, called Discord. Do that, you not? That you can... That you can. We got into the pre, 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 pre alpha. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, so, so, uh, limitbreakradio.com slash discord. Uh, if, uh, if you would like to, uh, give us a call on Discord, we want to hear about some of your favorite memories from Final Fantasy XI, from a, some of your favorite stories from Final Fantasy XI. Uh, but, uh, we've actually, uh, do, do we actually have news? There's news to talk about in Final there, Fantasy XI? There's, there's news, but this is, this is LBR Classic. Shouldn't we be doing personal updates? Oh my God. Isn't that an important part of the show? We can't forget about personal updates. Oh my God, you're so right. Well, First a position. Intern. Yes. Personal update? What's oh, your, I, yeah, I, I, what I have you been doing? I don't have anything. Really? <laughs> you don't have any? Yes, really? you do. Really? I beg to differ. You and I both have personal updates. 
I, as I understand, you found no, a new. Is, this is LBR Classic. We don't have personal updates. We don't actually play the game. Remember, <laughs> we do the segment, but we don't actually have it. <laughs> no, uh, no. I mean, let's see. Last time that I told everyone, I got uh, 99 Dancer. Uh, I got uh, 95 Ninja. Nice. Um, I got a whole bunch of wealthier gear from uh, from the Sparks guy. And uh, are we doing spoilers on this episode? Um, I mean, it's not classic LBR, but I, I, I mean, I don't. Is I anyone gonna get mad at this point if we do spoilers? I, it's, uh, okay, well, guys, guess so. what? We're just gonna be spoilers. So if you don't want to be spoiled on this game, that's you know, Here, here's your chance. If you don't want, yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> right. Uh, just so everyone knows, I'm a god. Nay, <laughs> nay, I am two gods. Uh, you that's, were that, a god. No, no, I'm a god. And uh, then you died. And you're no longer a god. Yeah, that's fair. No, no, I've ascended. I can't be immortal still. I'm above everything. That's how do you? Yeah, how do you become a god twice? Uh, well, it's very difficult. First, you have to go forward in time, and then have the darkness flipped, uh, stripped from your body, and then have that darkness go back in time to the present time, and then become a god of light. He's not entirely wrong. Like he's not. Nope. Where's your end feed, Vicky? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I need to dig these out of my inventory. <laughs> I definitely have them. Get them hecatomb feet out. Yeah. Yeah, he's not entirely wrong. You, 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 In the future, you separate from your dark self, then you go back in time, and you both become gods, and you fight each other, and then you merge back together. I'm not going to lie. This sounds really anime. Uh, kind of. <laughs> have you played this game? Yeah, I have a lot. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Um, all of your best friends come and help you for the final fight cutscene. Aw, friendship is the best thing ever. They're all girls. And Tenzin. Plus, yeah, but yeah, Tenzin's like already said, there. They're all girls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, that's Juxta's personal update. Uh, Escalia. Well, all right. Uh, since last time on here, we got uh, 99 on Dragoon, 99 on Beastmaster, 99 on Summoner, 99 on Warrior, 99 on Monk, 99 on Thief, cleared Wings of the Goddess, cleared Treasures of Ot Ergon, cleared uh, Seekers of Adulin, cleared Rhapsodies of Vanadil, got my Gungnir, got my Gungnir up to level 85, uh, got Lance Corporal in the Salahim Sentinels, um, uh, cleared all the delves, cleared all the skirmishes, cleared all the skirmish twos, um, cleared all the dynamis, cleared all the arch dynamis stuff. Yeah, I think that might about cover it all. So okay. It, so you didn't really do anything? Yeah. Yeah, it's not much. No, that okay. doesn't not much. sound like a whole lot. Almost all of it's solo because this game's a theme park. Uh, neat. Er, Vicky, how about you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, well, I also got 99 Red Mage and 99 Samurai, and then I completed Wings of the Goddess and Seekers of Adolin and Rhapsody's of Anadil. That's fun. That's about all it did. So that that pretty much ends the Actually, story. in my new update, yeah. is I've not camped a Ground King in a very long time. Oh, Yay! darn. We were going to get you out of here early today, so you could. I, <laughs> yeah. I that mean, was going to be our topic. We were going to talk more about Ground Kings because we didn't have three or four episodes about that. Actually, I do think uh, King Behemoth should be up shortly, so do you need to, do you need to split, Vicky? <laughs> yeah. I need a defending ring. Let's go. 
Oh, uh, well, uh, let's see. I, I don't know. In terms of myself, uh, I, I, you know, I did a bunch of skirmish, too. I've got a bunch of skirmish weapons that are pretty well augmented. Uh, my McBain, uh, I was pretty proud of that. That's a pretty badass looking weapon right there. Yeah, you were working on Cladbull, right? Um, Isn't that what we were briefly, doing back when I was playing yes, with you? Yeah. yeah, but then, I I mean, like, once... Like, we had to I, kill, like, Carabos a billion times? Yeah, I still didn't get enough Carabos gems to, to even make the... <laughs> Visual. Look, look at this gimp. Doesn't I even know. have an Empyrean weapon. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah. Red Mage can't wear end feet, but I found them. Sure, How will we sure ever know? You <laughs> sure, you did. I'll, I can, I'll take a screenshot just for you. Uh huh. All right. Uh, so, I, I mean, I don't know. Let's see. I soloed Sky the last time I was on. Nice. That was fun. How'd that go for you? Um, no end body. I've still never seen an end body. Uh, let's see. What else? What else? Um, I don't, uh, man, I don't even know. Uh, what was the last thing that I did? I think, I, well, I did do a bunch of the delves. I don't think I did all of the big delve bosses. Yeah. Um, uh, Delve was a pretty fun event. Delve was a pretty fun event. And then what was the other one? The the, the big zone ones. Um, the uh, reefs. Abyssia. The big reefs. Oh, the, the wildkeeper reefs. That's it. Yeah, where, you have to get, where you can have any number of people in the fight. Right. Yeah, yes. those fights are crazy. Like when you actually got 36 people to show up and do them back in the day. Oh, dude. They I, were still hard. Well, I, I was doing them when it was fresh content. So yeah. it, there was like hundreds of people doing them. And that was actually a whole lot of fun. I got a lot of really uh, really good gear out of that. Fuck so, that ice tiger, though. Am I right? That guy know, was a dick. There was a tier that I didn't do as much, and that may have been in that tier. Yeah, Kumhau, he's a dick. I don't remember that one. All right, well, he's a big ice tiger that you have to fight up in the at the snowy peak place, and he sucks. Okay, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm I, I'd like to be able to finish off all of the storyline narrative stuff, but I've still got a pretty good chunk of that left to go. And it's and it's time consuming. Uh, I think Vicky and I can can attest to that. When did we start <laughs> doing Nikali? Like wintertime months ago. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it, it took us quite a while to get through all of that. Wow. But I mean, we didn't play every day. But, you know, finding time within our schedule to also then do a storyline that is very slow moving on its own. Well, clearly because Vicky's got to be camping ground kings. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's really yeah, hard I had to, to find, find time, time in between. Yeah, all exactly. That. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how's that? Uh, how's that riddle doing? Vicky got a riddle I yet? I don't know. She was partying with her joy that's, toy out the other night. Though. Has one. So, well, that's just, I'm just saying it's a lot of, it's a lot of investment to uh to to not even get a riddle i'm just saying, i don't, I mean, I don't like, play the job that uses it prim- primarily okay i guess that's fair other people could use it but i mean like with how often you're camping ground kings you would think that you, you would have, have so many of them yeah just like getting that german gun title it's really or like rough. that black belt that that vicky was bragging about <laughs> yeah i do love my black belt for your level eight monk yeah it's not eight now but it was when i got it <laughs> <laughs> I leveled into a black belt and I know a lot of monks were jealous. There's so many people out there who just went like, ugh. <laughs> Do you use black belt now? Is that even relevant gear I think anymore? You still can't equip I, I that, mean, yeah. The black belt has a lot of haste on it, doesn't it? It still has, yeah, it was like 12% haste, wasn't it? Okay, Not that much. But it was like 8% haste and like damage reduction and stuff. It was really good. There's better now, right? I don't think so. Really? 
I don't know, but I don't think so. There might be. Twilight no. Belt apparently is better than Black Belt. It's not. I, I, was, I don't know about that. You fought no. yeah. Shinryu. I have a Twilight Belt. That's... Mm. It's got triple attack on it, but I don't think yeah. it's better than Black Belt. It's, it's not. No. It's not. Trust me, I know. Okay. I mean, it's definitely the welfare belt, and if you can't, you know, <laughs> camp ground kinks like ne- or like Vicky does, then yeah, you can use Twilight Belt. They're saying we gotta put a nickel in the, in the swear jar every time we say Nika. And we won't need Patreon anymore when we're done. <laughs> That's right. By the way, we would like to thank our star breakers who support us over <laughs> who support us over at patreon.com slash limit break radio. If you want to be a star breaker and get exclusive content like our uh, green room videos, then you can do that over at patreon.com slash limit break radio. Become a star breaker today. And maybe I won't kill a chocobo. Guys, remember that bit? That Do we was have the bit. murder the chocobo campaign? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was donate to Limit Break Radio or the chocobo gets it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't remember that? I, no. I don't. Oh, oh I, crazy was, Nero. I might even call a baby chocobo. <laughs> <laughs> Come on down to a Nero's house of chocobos and use Emporium. <laughs> Oh my god. Was that after they released Chocobo Breeding or was yes. that pre-Chocobo Breeding? Yes, it was. It was cuz that was the joke was that I would abuse Chocobos. I would be, I would abuse baby Chocobos. Poor Dunkle. Dunkle, yeah. Dunkle. I don't remember what his second name was cuz they had to have two names, right? Yes. I think they did. I think they did. Well, they had to pick, they, they, they had to pick they from do. a list. Yeah. And yeah, I you had to pick a first name and a last name. I could never remember what Dunkle's last name was. Dunkle was an actually pickable name. Yes. 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 That's where we that's where that joke originated from. Mine is Flying Fury. <laughs> nobody, nobody cares. Well, <laughs> though, he's a flying ball of fury. He couldn't fly, nor was he angry. Mine was <laughs> the X. The X. The X. Uh, I think mine was Cyclone Negative. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. You're all terrible. Cyclone Negative. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's like the high schoolers, like emo band idea yeah i think i yes. was in high school at the Th- time yes that's yeah i'm gonna make this music and cut myself and tell my mom to go fuck her <laughs> or go fuck herself oh. uh so uh anyway in true classic lbr fashion i can't seem to get a joke out today uh but if you want to join a swing and a miss i was swinging a miss uh-huh <laughs> it's funny because i'm a dark knight i get it yeah that's the joke if you want to join us <laughs> they lo- have bad accuracy if you want to join they miss weapon skills if you want to join all us the time <laughs> in the studio we're of course live in norg which we've always been we've always been live in norg but where else would we be you just never saw it yeah you can find us in norg if you want to join us wave at the camera uh on the odin Odin do some slash jump that's right yeah uh hold on what has Papa been doing in the game oh yeah Papa that's right yeah what have you been doing I think I have a level 10 thief but yeah. How exci- Good job. exciting. Thank you. Clearly, you are qualified to be a member of this cast today. <laughs> Could you just lie? He's, like, he's a special so guest. So we no, going I, back I, 12 years? Oh, the pre-toaster <laughs> back then. 1.2 GHZ CPU, 128 megabytes of RAM, 256 God. megabytes of hard drive space. No longer getting kicked off the World Wide Web oh. with that boss 256 kilobits DSL. I love that DSL. I, I have fun, you know, hanging out in Juno and teleporting people all the time for money. 
Oh, that's what I used right, to do. Yeah. White mage up to 50 then. That's yeah. Telepathy. Sub 30 black mage. You've got to make that all important gill for. Yeah. Teleport. Do you need it? 2K. 5K. 2K. Wow, you were wow. expensive. Fuck yeah. I was a 2K yeah. teleport mage. Well, that's because I had uh, I, I had a, uh, uh, a white mage alt who had like the selenial gear, so she was really pretty. Yeah. So I had to charge for my sex appeal. Style. Uh, yeah, style course. points. There yeah, you go. Yeah. Gross. That's real gross. Do I need to take your mic away? I'd prefer not. I feel like I need to take your mic away. <laughs> Talking about how sexy Tarotaru are. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a it was a here. A here a hume. Ooh. <laughs> a hume. Ah, oh, there's okay. a nickel in the jar. Yeah. 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 Ding. Uh, All right, yeah, we have some FF11 news. We do, um, but by the way, uh, we do want to let you know uh, Limit Break Radio available on Google Play. Uh, if you use Google Play to listen to music, if maybe you have an Android phone and you don't use iTunes, I mean, most everyone else uses iTunes, but if you happen to use Google Play, we are available now uh, on that, and you can search the LBR Podcast Network as well as Limit Break Radio. Both of our feeds are uh, available there. Uh, so uh, we are supported by Alamo City Comic Con. Guys, make sure that you stop by October 28th through the 30th at the Henry B. Gonzalez Convention Center. Say hi. Limit Break Radio is going to be out there. And uh, there have been some really exciting guest announcements in this past week. Uh, so coming to Alamo City Comic Con, we've got WCW and WWE Superstar Sting, which this is really interesting because I I have a picture from when I was like probably 11 or 12 years old when I, get, uh, I had a chance to meet Sting. And right, so it was WCW run then. This was then, right? yes. Yeah. It, no, this was dude. This was Halloween Havoc. This was oh my Halloween God. Havoc at the at the Silverdome where they had the fucking monster trucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was awful. Um, <laughs> anyway, but I have a picture of when I met him. I also met Hacksaw Jim Duggan, but that's different. I'm totally gonna try. Oh. Yes, I'm totally gonna track down that picture and get him to sign the picture of when I met him at like 11. That's it was totally awesome. Yeah, I I thought that was funny. So, uh, yeah, WCW and WWE superstar Sting is going to be out there. Also recently announced Christy Swanson, the original Buffy from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, who also had some roles in Big Daddy and uh, was uh, in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. She was in that iconic scene, the Bueller scene. That's her? That's her. She's the student? She's the student. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's her. Christy Swanson going to be out there. And also announced this week, Mina Suvar. She starred in uh, the American Beauty and the American Pie films. The eternally hot Mina Suvari is going to be out there. But also, she happens to be the voice actress for Aerith in Kingdom Hearts and Advent Children. So we're definitely going to be looking to talk to Mina Suvari out there. And we're excited to meet her. You should be excited to have the chance to meet her as well. And you'd have the chance to meet me i'm gonna be out there uh again that's october 28th through the 30th at the henry b gonzalez convention center in san antonio texas is uh, there like some alternate like podcast out there who has to like say and also announce this week a nero from limit break radio will be there maybe i hope so i think that would be very cool i don't 
I don't really know. And I, everyone on that show is like, what's Limit Break Radio? I don't get that memo. So uh, We need to have a talk with our, uh, with our sponsor. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, why are we promoting ourselves? We don't need to do that. That's, <laughs> that's weird. Uh, anyway, so, uh, yeah, we do have some uh, Final Fantasy XI news to talk about. So, uh, yeah, why don't, we, uh, why don't we go ahead and do that? Limit Break Radio. Limit Breaking News www.limitbreakradio.com All right, taking a look at uh, FF11 news, the September version update will be launching this Tuesday, seeing new notorious monsters related to Ambuscade, as well as a host of quality of life adjustments. You can get more information on that over at, at uh, playonline.com. <laughs> it's been a long time since those words have left my lips. My goodness. The Beat the Heat campaign will be getting underway in uh, Vana Deal starting on September 11th. Uh, running through the end of the month, players will be able to participate in a slew of campaigns. The Mog Gardens will be giving uh, double shining stars when entered. Uh, the Coastal Fishing Net will yield better items. Yes. Uh, monster rearing will provide items twice a day and additional items. Monster maybe. rearing? Yeah, you create, you like get like a. You have mo- sex with monsters. Oh, you're like God. you're like a beast master without playing beast master, and it's far less useful. Oh. Uh, but you get okay. to have sex with monsters, so it works out. <laughs> I don't remember that part, but I'll take your word for it. Okay. All Walk of Echoes events will become surge and endowed walks, meaning that they will... <laughs> they have really big boobs. They will <laughs> yield extra items, temporary items, and capacity points. Uh, players doing Esha Notorious Monsters will find themselves getting uh, extra silt. Yep. Yeah. That's currency. Okay. Extra I'm just, silt and Esha Elixirs. You got it. I'm just making sure... Sh- I'm just making sure... Yep. Uh, and the w- rewards from Good luck. Gaze Fete <laughs> NMs will be increased. Yes, oh. the reward from Gaze Fetish will be increased. All right, cool. <laughs> uh, I, I forgot about s- absolutely slaughtering the names of everything <laughs> in this in this game uh and our, uh let's see an abjuration no 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 wait hang on uh no there it is an abjuration dial key will uh return and can be obtained once daily upon logging in yep how exciting yeah you can get all those three abjurations nika you can finally get your end feet fuck you <laughs> i have the end feet yeah, i posted an injury link now you can get the plus one hecatoon feet plus one god damn it do you not have plus one Nick? uh Vicky? no <laughs> Uh, Plus, no, I, I finally got envy. They're not good enough for you. Do they have any uh, any augments on them? What the fuck are augments? <laughs> That's a no. What a scrub. <laughs> Go back to Behemoth's Dominion. So the sought after Quetzalcoatl, Ozzy, Dahaka, and Naja Raja. Naja Raja? Naga, as far as Naga Raja. Whatever. Will spawn during domain invasions. Yeah, only those NMs. So all the other like crappy NMs that no one cares about will pop. Won't pop. Okay. Yay! Yay! That's a thing. It's the Beat the Heat campaign. What do you want, man? I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting. It's 2016. More I'm, beating. I'm just reading the things on the page. That's all I'm doing. Well, that doing. is LBR Classic. <laughs> it is quite You're literally. very... 
Well, not very good at it. An article from blogger Oculin talked about his time playing Final Fantasy Grandmasters, Japan recreation follow-up reimagining of Final Fantasy XI. <laughs> it gave us some rare glimpses into gameplay and first-hand account of how the game feels. Did you read through that at all? I actually kind of poked around at it. it. That actually, it looks kind. Of, it looks like Bravely Default meets Final Fantasy XI. Yeah, it are we? It kind of does. Are we to create new characters, though? Or are we be able to, like, import our characters? No, you will not be able to import. Yeah, Seriously, Vicky, a- why would you think that that would be a thing? Because, because it's not the same, like, if you're not the same character. Can I import my character into Final Fantasy X-2 from ten <laughs> one? Yeah. Because I worked really hard on my Tetis. Seriously. <laughs> pain in ten one. Yeah. I I'll, have the whole sphere grid filled with Lux spheres. Yeah, I should be able to carry that weapon over into the next game. Zero sure. Uno wants to know if any of the hosts have samurai because they want to know what it looked like in eleven. Oh, I do. Just change your weapon and... Oh, oh wait! <laughs> Gotta run yeah, to I'd have to go to a Moogle to change, and then I, that would involve me leaving the studio. So, well, you have my permission. And then oh, there, okay. there's a Moogle in Norg now, so you can go to that. <laughs> really? Okay. There, I, there actually is a Moogle. I, really I didn't know fine. that. Yeah, I don't care. Go ahead. Sure. Okay. Somebody's asking for it. Why not? Okay. Um. So yeah, no. Actually, this Lock does look. The door. This actually kind of <laughs> does look interesting, and and the thing is, is like I I like. I mean, we had said this on a final encounter cast, but I think just how well Pokemon Go was received by myself personally, it kind of opens me up to playing a game on my phone. And the idea of uh, of this uh, of an FF11 version on my phone like that is not suddenly it's become like, oh, my God, this is there's no way that this can't be terrible. And now it's like. Uh, are the, these are know. games well it's in, i like the way he describes it. he described it as it recaptures the spirit of ff11 because you were never going to be able to just directly port the game really no you're, no. you're not going to be able to perfectly recreate it but if you can recapture like that spirit hey it's me and a bunch of my friends and we're walking through this dungeon and doing stuff and it's hard right that's cool to me yeah no i i i think it's kind of cool and i actually kind of like some of these screenshots too so i'm gonna Make sure that uh, that these make Look their way up, fighting the dommel. <laughs> up to the up to the screen. Where? where? Uh, I don't see a dommel. I see an Elvon. What? The the Elvon in the desert? Oh yeah, there it is. You're right. That isn't. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I mistook it. <laughs> so so I, I mean, this seems like just like one of the over the just. This is the map. Like this is yeah. what you're going to be exploring. So I think that's. I mean, going with. I don't know. Maybe Rangamont Pass, something like that. <sighs> yeah, it's insert hard. dungeon here. Maze of Shakrami. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It could be any number of those. Um, One thing apparently. You see, also, I mean, a pretty decent UI too. So yeah, it looks pretty intuitive. Yeah. I think he said that there's not like a, a stamina or energy gauge, so you could actually play as long as you want, which is different from most oh. mobile games well like record keeper <laughs> yeah like keeper. yeah and it, and it seems to fly in the face of a lot of square enix's recent decisions <laughs> uh so uh here's another yeah here's another shot of uh three party members fighting a dommel elvon um, yeah it's an elvon oh right yeah sorry. It's, it's naked granted, excuse me but. i apologize um and then yeah you actually kind of see like the abilities down here um, and I don't know. This does not. I'm telling you, this does not look that bad for a phone game. It no. sure doesn't. I'm kind of impressed by this. Yeah. Um, I'll probably play. I it. will download it and try it. Yeah. I'll give it a try. Yeah. yeah. For sure. 
and and it's actually i mean you can tell they've got the uh they've got the concept screen here at the bottom and you can tell that it's morphed quite a bit from that but oh yeah um i actually am pretty uh pretty encouraged by what i see here i mean it might it, it might be something to keep ff11 going and it might actually be something that i play yeah, I mean, it strikes me again as them not wanting to have 11 be unplayable in any fashion, so that's what this is probably. I guess. But it looks fun. It looks interesting, at least. It's worth trying. Yeah, yeah. But, I, I mean, nice to know that they're not abandoning the world of Vonadil completely. Vonadil is great lore. Like, even as far yeah. as, as Final Fantasy universes go, give me Vonadil over... 12's world with Lux and Darker. Um, no, no, no. Evilis. Evilis, thank you. Wow. Lux Evilis and Dark is, is great. 13. Uh, Evilis is pretty good. Yeah, I love yeah. Evilis. I, I like Vonadil more, though. Like, Do you they like Evilis more? No, I definitely don't like Evilis more. It's not. That's not really a fair comparison, though. I, I mean, Evilis is a fairly expansive. You know, I don't think I've actually even wrapped my full head around the 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 the, the scale of Evilis because I've never really looked into it. I know that we've got it in twelve. There was Revenant Wings. I don't know how much that expanded on the world, but you also had uh, what was that PlayStation One game? Tactics. There. Were, oh, Tactics. That was also set in Evilis. But there was one more. There was a PlayStation One game, Vagrant Story. Was that an Evilies? Vagrant? Uh, you Google might be making that. No, role. I'm definitely not. Lux and Dark was bravely second in Derailed Default. My bad. Uh, hang on. I yeah, I'm pretty sure Vagrant Story was uh, was set in Evilies. Wow, I didn't even know that. Yeah. So I mean, it's not like they haven't put the work into that world but the thing is is they all kind of like i i I feel like vagrant story takes place in a very different uh, you know a different part portion of the world and i've never tried to like put all of those pieces of the world together quite like i have you know with either von or even aorzia right so that's true i mean we've had like six expansions to expand on the world of vanadil so it maybe just feels more full and more complete well but at the same time there are big chunks that still feel like they're missing i mean it's all it's one continent yeah we never we never really got a satisfying tavnasia uh adventure as far as we got in the far east was just race and jima in the final expansion yeah one zone yeah and and even that it was in a very very big zone. They the made their homeland. Place in the north. We never went to Rojoa. Right. right. Uh, we never made it to the south, the tropical south. That's like, right. There was a lot of play. I mean, a lot of the map. Yeah, there was a lot of the map that we heard about and just never got the chance to explore, which is a little bit sad because I feel like they had. They had, you know, the lore that they had built around the world. Like, I really wanted to see those places far more than I want to see other continents in Eorzea. Yeah, so like. Every time why there was is that? Why was is like, that? I don't know what that is. Far East, one of those. Give us something cool. Right. Like, and they never did. They never went to those areas. Well, but and then we got Ad- Adeline. Yeah. Which uh, we didn't really hear that much about before we went there. <laughs> we didn't there. even know it existed. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of a curveball. I really wanted to go to the Mithra homeland. I did, too. Well, and when they it. first started showing pictures of Adeline... I, everyone kind of like thought, oh, it is the tropical south. We are going to the Mithra homeland. Like, no, 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 it's not the no, south. No, no, uh, no, 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 no. Never mind. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah. So, uh, all right, that's pretty much it for uh, FF11 news. Uh, so, uh, you know, we might as well. I know that 
there's a few things here on the rundown for uh, for FF14. So uh, we should probably see what's going on in uh, FF14. This is a limit breaking news update. What's the first one? Yukai, the Yukai event is ending. Uh, oh no! It's a reminder. Wait, not till October. Yeah. Uh, Yokai watch collaboration yeah. event reminder. Make sure you do it. You Big have news. one month. Breaking news. Got to get your HQ mount. That's, that's so important. It is. It got its own news post. I, I see that. How many weapons do you have, Aniro? None. I have ten. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> why? Of course you why? do. Why? 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 I gotta get the mount. And this, now that I have ten, all the things cost thirty. So now actually, it starts grinding. Oh. Uh, uh, those those words hurt to say. What? I like that we have more viewers in our 11 audience right in the 11 studio than we do in the 14 studio. <laughs> it's actually quite true. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> we have more news. Let's move, move on. Patch 3.4 will see a number of changes to tombstone currency, including the introduction of a new Allegan tombstone and the removal of Allegan tombstones law. Ooh, that's new and exciting. Yes, that player is currently carrying Allegan tombstones law. Just get rid of them. Do the thing. <laughs> Trash them. Uh, we're getting Allegan tombstones of scripture. We get Bible stones. Yeah. <laughs> that weekly we, weekly cap for lore is going to be removed. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Now I can get some more lore items even quicker now. Uh, SOs will no longer be attainable. Oh no! Can we can we have a moment of silence for the SOs? Praise be to SO. All right, that's enough. And if you have any law, which I. Not sure why, but if you have any law, just yeah, yeah, get rid of it. Which nobody, I guarantee, nobody has. Not unless you're like coming back from a big, big break. Uh, but this is actually kind of exciting. Oh. Um, that uh, out at FanFest this year, we already knew that Susan Calloway was going to be performing. We knew that the Primals would be performing. But we got confirmation that Susan Calloway will be performing on stage with the Primals out at FanFest. That's going to be hot. This is going to be so awesome. Now, I can't help but feel like it was our fault. Well, I, I mean, I know that we took we took responsibility last week for hashtag bring Susan being successful. Yeah. But I mean, you guys remember she appeared on the show. She called in uh, around the time that that she re- released the uh, artist version of Answers, yeah. right? Yeah, great interview. And her new album. And we had we had worked out on the show like, hey, maybe you would want to come out and do an after party. I sort of feel like Square Enix sniped our talent. <gasps> she did. Oh my god! If they say that, like, if she can't make it now, Square oh, Enix sniped Square. our talent. Well, isn't she performing on Saturday? I think it's the final event is on yeah. Saturday. Yeah, well, that that is it, it's the it's always the closeout. The yeah, the can, the music is always the closeout. And our events on Friday, though, right? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah, but is she gonna perform two nights in a row? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I don't know Square what her Enix. flight schedule is. She, yeah. but that's the thing. Square Enix doesn't want us to have good things. Exactly. They're tr- this trying is to purposeful. stop us at every turn. This is sabotage. This is Square Enix cock block. Objection. Yep, yep. that's what it is. 
But we're excited to I see I call Su- contempt to the court. We are excited to see Susan out there. Susan, you can still come have a drink with us, That's though. right. Yeah. Absolutely. You're Susan, still welcome you're at the cool. party. That's right. Essie, you're not welcome at the party. That's right. Yeah. Uh, we're lying. You're actually... Yeah, if you guys want to show up, yeah, to, that'd be good. Yeah. You're not going to, but... But we get a scathing welcome. interview with you. Yeah. Hit all the hard questions. Yeah. How big is the Galka's dick? Yeah. Wait. No. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's not big. At all. Yeah, it's zero. Not, yeah, zero. Yeah. So that's it for FF14 News. Uh, that's all. You, I mean, that's all we have to give you. Can we go back to a good game now? Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we can. Traveling uh, back in time. We can do that. Boom. There we go. There we go. If you want to call in, we'd love to hear from you. We want to hear some of your favorite memories, favorite stories from Final Fantasy XI. We're going to be talking all about Final Fantasy XI today and reminiscing about how awesome this game was. And to some degree, is sometimes. It is a little bit. It is a little bit. I, I said it the other night. I don't it's, know. Not, it's not the dumpster fire that everyone wants to claim no. it is. It turned into after Abyssia. It's not a great game. It's not a dumpster fire, but it has charm. There is a, a level of charm to this game still. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, it, it, it grows on you sort of in the same way that Dark Souls grows on you, I feel. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's an it's an acquired it's, mold? it's a it's an acquired taste. It's a fungus. It's an acquired taste. I guess that's kind of close. To be fair, it was an acquired taste back in the day. The dumpster is no longer on fire. Yeah. Well, now it's just the ashes of a dumpster. He's fire. Smoldering. We need to the, relight the fire. They're, we didn't start the fire. <laughs> it was always burning. No, I I caught the <laughs> I caught the Dark Souls joke. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, so Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com, slash Discord to use this crazy newfangled technology known as Discord. And in addition to sharing your favorite FF11 memories, you can share some of your favorite LBR Classic memories. That's right. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, Limit Break Radio on Skype. Uh, In fact, let's go to the phone lines, we've got our first caller hanging on the line. Uh, we'll talk to Lisoette. Uh, Lisoette. Lisoette. All right. Uh, I'm gonna, LBR. I'm slaughtering all the names today. Lisoette's in our studio. What's up? You sure? What's up, Lisoette? How's it going? Uh, doing pretty well. How are y'all? Thanks for calling Limit Break Radio. Uh, yeah. Long time lurker. First time caller. Um, one of my... And I told this before one of my favorite memories of lbr is we were doing salvage like we did which is still my favorite thing forever and we were going along and my one friend says hey if i dc it's because hey, there's a storm happening outside so be aware of that and i said wait there's a storm happening outside my house too um there couldn't be two storms and- in the same place dun 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 <laughs> Yeah, they, it turns out he lived half an hour away from where I lived. Oh, that's awesome. How does that keep happening in 11? I don't know. And, and it's weird because, you know, in my brief stint playing uh, 11 in, in Adeline, uh, I was actually part of a, a link shell. And one of, the, one of the guys in that link shell, we found out that... He lived in the building that I worked in. Oh my god! It was How bizarre. It, it keeps happening. I don't know. It's that's it is a, it is a very strange phenomenon. See, the, you expect it with WoW. Yeah. You know, you expect it with with a, with a game that has millions of players. You would you expect that? But I mean, Final Fantasy XI is 
of and it has always been a fairly modest community i think it's that, never been a humongous game i think no, I, I, I think the, the the highest number that i ever saw was five hundred thousand for 11 mm-hmm. so you know to meet another 11 player is pretty earth-shattering and mind-blowing because I, I i mean again escalia this how is how met. yeah that's how how we met and uh figure out that we already knew each other yeah exa- that's what it was is that we already yeah. knew each other it's bizarre totally bizarre oh well, tam Two jumping in the chat another lbr classic staple lasat thanks so much for uh the call do you have any uh shout outs that uh you want to you want to give sure i like to shout out midnight runners from hyperion and kimara tiger fury max v uh astro and uh, michael right on and uh what was your old uh ff11 link shell you're, you're the one that you remember most fondly um legion of altana there you go first link shell on self there you go well uh thanks for the call lasat we appreciate it if you want to call limit break radio limit break radio on skype 810-515-8715 limitbreakradio.com slash discord lasat was in our twitch chat last night when we were uh doing rhapsodies and mm-hmm. at, at, near the end of the night it was just like like hey is tomorrow's episode gonna be live from norg and nah. we're all like uh, ah. not gonna dignify that with a response Shh. don't don't, don't spoil it. Don't, don't blow it, guys. God damn it. Uh, yeah. So, uh, anyway, if you want to call, uh, be, be part of the Limit Break Radio Spectacular Annual Platinum Extravaganza Edition Call-In Bonanza Special Volume 3. You say that every you night did before it. bed? No. Oh. Clearly, did I didn't because I, I butchered it in the open. <laughs> to be fair, you butchered everything in the open. I know. Even Cla- butchered the pre-opening opening. Classic LVR style. <laughs> <laughs> totally on purpose, guys. I'm reverting. People are like, man, I'm not used to them being so positive. Well, we can't make SE mad. That's right. We have to We have to placate SE. Papa SE has to be happy yeah. with Limit Break Radio. <laughs> Maybe they They're will bestow upon us their bounties. That's right. They're just doing a great job with the game, and Maybe. everything is so positive, and I'm so, so happy. Maybe they'll give us another interview in four years. Yes. Yeah. And tell us absolutely nothing. Where we can't talk about specific things yeah yeah well a whole list of things that we can't talk well, about there, there's trade secrets that you have to be well of course get yeah into those. that's right yeah god forbid that someone from konami figures out what the secret behind final fantasy 11 is <laughs> like they'd be able to do anything with it anyway uh so <laughs> i dude i it's been it's been really interesting kind of getting back into ff11 and and playing it now as uh, you know up against a lot of modern mmos because again I, I you know and we say this a lot on limit break radio but you know there's a lot of concepts from 11 that were really really good fundamental gameplay concepts and the thing that strikes me is that they've been able to continue to make a game that is playable for the community size that they have like all of the concessions that they made whether it be in travel or allowing mounts or all of these other things like the first thing that they did was they got rid of the dead weight of the consoles and now that they're able to they were able to get rid of that there's like it's kind of remarkable the the quality of life stuff that they've been able to put in it blows my mind every time i see like oh here comes the september version update i'm like this game's still doing big version updates what well i don't know that i don't big big, but yeah, yeah well they're still putting out new stuff every month 
Uh, no, I mean, I've, I mean, we'll never see another zone. We'll never no. see, you know, that that we'll never see anything like that for FF11. But I mean, like there, I I think that uh, you know the new content, the new NM content that they added, the Ambuscade, is pretty interesting because it it varies and it resets. So it sort of does give you. An incentive to log in and stay logging in, but it play every month. But it also gives you a timer. Like it all, it also says, "All right, but you've only got this this much of a window." And in typical FF11 fashion, if you miss it, go fuck yourself. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, a lot of the trusts are like that too. Yeah. If you don't get the trust, then guess what? You go fuck yourself. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. They might appear again in eight, ten months down the line, Maybe. but you're gonna be waiting. Yeah. Digital exclusivity. You know, it it is really interesting how willing they are to do to like go to fuck execute your players to execute a concept like that in FF11, and how unwilling they're doing they're willing to do that in 14. You know what I mean? Like, I think that that's a pretty interesting distinction, and I also think that if you look at the development patterns of Square Enix, that it sort of makes sense. But it's actually kind of surprising that any kind of like any level of throwback play is being is being put into place with FF11. They could honestly let this game just sort of sit and not have to do anything with it. Oh, they could have just said, all right, we're done developing for the game, and that's it. We'll go until it's not financially viable anymore. Yeah. It is nice to see. I'm sure, like, their skeleton team is probably, like, three people who work on the game still regularly. But, like, it is nice to see new stuff continue to come out, and just, you don't feel like you're just wasting your time there, most often. No more than you ever did in 11, anyway. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... Mm -hmm. Did you really feel like you were wasting your time? When you're playing? Well, no, but I mean, if you're going to be going around doing ambuscade for gear for reasons. Yeah, that's the thing is that like now, like I like where my gear is at. I, I'm sitting at like mostly item level 119 stuff sure. and I feel no drive or desire to do like I like I, I want to do ambuscade to be like, oh, that was I saw it. But but you can get something cool out of Ambuscade. All the items that you need for the various uh, Relic, Mythic, Empyrean, and like the stuff to do the Medjian, you can buy with Ambuscade stuff, too. Interesting. So you have alternate ways of getting Alexandrite, the Umbral Marrow, that one item that Pandemonium Warden drops. Well, and, and with Ambuscade, the rewards switch every month, too. Right. Which is actually kind of a interesting concept as well. Yeah. I wonder if there'll be a cycle with those, or if they'll, like, at some point just start switching it up. Because, I mean, we've only seen, like, what, four months of it so far? Four or five months, and they just now got to, like, uh, healer gear in the last month. Yeah, so if you're a white mage <laughs> or a bard, months, there was no healer gear in it. Get fucked. What? Yeah, because they're not doing, they don't do, like, gear for everybody every month. They do one month, it's this group's gear. One month, it's this group's gear. Damn. Yep. Wow. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, let's go back to our phone lines. We've got Jesse from the Lakshami server hanging on. What's up, Jesse? Jesse. Hey guys, how's it going? Good. Yeah. How are you? From Lakshmi. I'm, I, I'm doing great. Um, so I wanted to talk about botting in FFXI. Okay. Uh, specifically, Ground King botting. Yes. <laughs> uh, Nika, when she was talking last time, uh, reminded me a lot about the situation that happened with Ground Kings. It was bad. Okay. Uh, it was. It was really bad. Um, so there was this bot called NASA, and it was pretty much um, one of the best bots at the time. And it pretty much guaranteed that a link shell would have almost full control over the ground kings. Okay. 
So what would happen is um, <laughs> link shells would, even if all of their link shell members had all of the gear, they would still camp them to uh, sell the gear since they had a monopoly on them because of the bot. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think everyone had sort of a sense of that was going on. I mean, that would always be a part of the discussions when you would look at endgame forums, uh, you know, and it was a big it was, you know, a ready a ready to go complaint from the endgame community that, you know, there was no chance of getting claims. And then they fixed that with the. with you know changing it to force pops and having uh pop items oh yeah so you know so you can stop camping now nika we actually yeah that was a, it's okay it was a joke. yeah <laughs> hey, i last, feel like you've been waiting no, for a really long time for that king behemoth hey hey but last night when i was sharing screenshots i was looking through some of my old screenshots i actually found one that i screenshotted the log where i claimed king behemoth with dia over everybody's bots and somebody in the chat in my party chat was like wait on your Poster computer you claimed this it's like hell yes did he pop so, right next to you i have no idea but probably i he would have had to i think but, but like uh, that's why you spread out you spread out your entire link shell and everyone spams for like 30 seconds on the hope that you grab it before someone else is bought yeah I, well but i mean yeah and botting was a pretty uh a pretty serious annoyance but the thing is is that square enix was also kind of aggressive with with people that they knew were botting. I mean, this is the same company that had the anti-RMT task force, which, if you think about the irony of the cash shop that they shoehorned into <laughs> Deus Ex, it really kind of becomes like, really? Like, this is the same company that fought against real money transaction and is now embracing it with open arms? And, you know, like, I thought that that was one of the more encouraging things about the company and one of the reasons that I used to place so much trust in them is because they were very dedicated at trying to make the environment equitable. I remember listening to an episode where you guys were talking about just the sheer number of people like it had been like one after one of the huge mass bannings and we were going over like the implications like every server felt that mass banning like the top tier link shells had like important people banned out that was of probably them. the yeah. salvage bannings yeah probably, the salvage yeah. dupes yeah that was pretty hey good. everyone listen to me pee pee poo pow dookie bombs oh that Big was just me hang on booby booby you touch my tra lala my ding ding dong slap a butt and grab your nuts now no, back to regularly scheduled <laughs> program some candy. oh okay <laughs> what did we just hear i have no idea I think this, the chat's getting goofy now, too. Uh, well, why not? Thanks for the donation. Appreciate it. <laughs> Eating some candy. Because <laughs> it's old LBR. What the fuck? We don't have any rules. Whatever. Thank you, Dr. Von Doom. Dr. I, said, I thought we weren't supposed to swear on this show. <laughs> oh, God. No, no. Let's edit it in the post. <laughs> yeah. Just edit it in post. Every you fucking word. Every swear word. <laughs> I have to bleep it all out. Oh that's my not God. happening, by the way. <laughs> There's no fucking way that that's happening. Well, you got to. No fucking way. What if I say his name? Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hate you so much. So much. Timestamp uh, two uh, o four p.m. One o five on the recording. There you go. Nailed it. You're welcome. Ass. <laughs> Ah, well, okay, caller, I, I potted you back up. Were you still there? I'm eating candy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm here. Okay, hi. <laughs> what, were you saying something? Uh, I feel nope. like you were saying something. I feel like I interrupted. No? Okay. Nope. 
Oh, I can just sit here quietly while I finish off my candy. <laughs> well, stop eating He's more. Just sitting there eating candy. What kind can of candy is Can we go to campaign? It? What kind of candy is it? Yeah, campaign sounds like fun. Yeah, let's go to the campaign. They're chewy sprees. Chewy sprees. They're my favorite candy. I love chewy sprees. They're so good. They're the best. Hey, thanks for the call. We appreciate it, Jesse. It's been, uh, oh my God. Been, been an, I don't know, bots. They're a thing. Yeah, bots suck. <laughs> They were. I wonder, I wonder, I, no, I, we they're not even about the salvage vans. That's what we're talking. I wonder about. if they're still a thing. I, like I don't. Why wouldn't they be? I, like, I would imagine they are. Things right? don't exist anymore, right? They're, they're force pops. pops. Yeah. Yeah, they're force pops. But like you can still like probably bot for like fish, right? Well, fish you still pops? gotta. You still fish gotta, pops. I bet do exist still. No, you still gotta get that claim on King Arthur, man. Oh yeah, King Arthur. Oh, that's yeah, serious oh, business. That's true. That's Kraken Club, right? No. No. no, no, that's King the speed belt. Uh, speed belt. Speed, speed belt. belt. Yeah. But the the rare X one now. Jesus Christ! Is speed belt still relevant? Uh, no. Okay. Well, kind of because you, you crafted it. Way. You crafted into the higher. New ones. Oh, you're right. That you is. Crafted it's into a better speed belt. Oh, you're right. Oh, so kind fuck. of. Yeah, you're. Oh. Dude, can I mean, you imagine the, getting to like the third tier of that, and then your craft you, breaks? Can you craft using the rare X, or do you have to get the speed belt from the KSNS? You have to get the speed belt. Um. Oh yeah, you're right. Never mind. It's worthless because the one you get from King Arthur is the Rary X version. Oh, Never mind. Okay, oh, it's they worthless. They all that. Remember? Uh, Bubbly Bernie at level one, the real end game. <laughs> that is right. I love Bubbly Bernie. He's so cute. If you'd like to call the show, Limit Break Radio on Skype, eight one zero five one five eight seven one five limitbreakradio.com slash Discord. If you want to use this crazy new thing called Discord. Help us help us beta test it. That's right. We're trying Alpha it out test. for the Alpha first test. time. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be out in four years or That's so. That's right. Yeah. It's a new thing. Uh, so, Escalia, we have yeah. you here today. Yes. To talk about some uh, Ambuscade. Yeah, so Ambuscade. What is this? What is, it, 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 for those that maybe haven't logged on in a while, what is Ambuscade? So, Ambuscade is an event that they added uh, back in the April patch, and what it is, is you, it, it's kind of like a simplified BCNM, you don't have to go to a burning circle or anything, you get warped in to do this fight in a room with a set group of enemies, and that fight changes every month. They put in a new Ambuscade fight. Uh, you can select your difficulty that you want to go in on, so you can do like easy... Uh, very easy, normal, difficult, hard, all those. You get a bunch of different ones. Uh, and after you register to go in, you basically sit in Mora until it's your turn. So you'll say, like, you're such and such is registered on page 966 of the Ambuscade Tome. And as you're sitting there, it'll be like, page 962 of the Ambuscade Tome flares up. Page 963 of the Ambuscade Tome flares up. Are they using, are they repurposing the old Dynamis servers? What the fuck is this <laughs> shit? Like, what do you need a queue for? I, I don't, there's got to, there is a bunch of them, like, because I saw multiple people going in at the same time. But Still yeah, for though, reason, it is a queue system. And you, but just, not, you feel like you're at the DMV waiting to get your chocobo. But license. not matchmaking because you've got to queue up with a full party. So there's no element of matchmaking, nope. just like anything yep. in FF11. I was going to say, matchmaking? I don't know what this term is. What are you talking about? <laughs> yep, you can is go like shouting in Wayno for uh, for a party? Wayno? Wayno? Wayno. Juno. It's a. It's a sign. No. <laughs> it's a I don't even J. want. No. Uh, it's not. E. It's not. <laughs> it's a silent J like him. 
Uh, so yeah, uh, you you wait around until it's your turn to go, and you can go in with either yourself or any size party. You can summon trusts once you're inside to do the fight. And the uh, you get uh, two forms of currency coming out of it. You can use that currency to buy whatever the rewards are for that month, and those rewards swap out uh, when the months do. What's interesting about it, though, is when the rewards swap out, your currencies all reset to zero. You cannot stockpile currency in a month where maybe there's an easy fight, and you can't stockpile currency into future months. Gotcha. So that was a, a good decision that I think they made with that. Uh, and also what's nice is, like I said earlier, you can get all the different currencies that you need for your mythics, Empyreans, and stuff like that. Gotcha. Interesting. I mean, it's an interesting system and it's pretty dynamic too. you know, the amount of the amount of work they had to do dev side to this doesn't seem like very much. No, I'm sure they were able to repurpose like Dynamis and Moblin maze mongers to make it work like it probably was very simple to put together. But nevertheless, it's a interesting event. You can't you can't poop socket in a day. You you can only go in with an ambuscade tome, which you get daily. Right. And you uh, get that out of um, records of eminence. That's right. Yeah. The records of eminence, you can do two of them a day. Uh, they're very easy. It's always like go kill one Gygus, go kill one Arcana, something like that. Right. Uh, and then you use those to enter. So you can only go in twice per day. Gotcha. Yeah, because it's page one, page two. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, it, just by doing the the quest, you'll get one of the pages uh, presented to you, so you get like a free a freebie to go free in. free entry. I yeah. went in and did, and did it last night. I was up against three of the Adulan enemies, whether the they're, they're big uh, they're big robots with like one huge arm and one small arm. They yeah. we've seen them in fourteen now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um it was against three of those and it was hard. I did the normal version which should have been my eye level and I lost with five trusts. So, no kidding. Yeah, it wasn't easy. Get huh. good, you knew. Yeah, yeah. No, uh I got killed because one of them had shock spikes on and I got stunned. <laughs> and then he wiped out my tank and my healer. So what a dick. Uh, so shock spikes of all things. So, uh, what are you surprised by in terms of content that you've been able to solo with trusts? Because that's, I think, <laughs> that's, I think, one of the big things that you know, like, sort of the the appeal for me going back was like, I'm gonna dick roll everything. Um, everything except for like the new end game stuff, the Esha NMs. I can't do those. Uh, some of like the like the last, well, but that's good though. You oh, yeah. you want there you want your new things. yeah you want your newer stuff to still yeah. be party uh, relevant. Right. A lot of the storyline bosses you can't do solo either. Right. Like they're yeah. really really hard. Yeah. Right. I mean, like the only ones that I would say you probably can't do solo might be like Hades and the last boss of like Rhapsodies. Maybe one more. Like if you were well geared, you'd probably be able to do the other ones uh, solo. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, the last boss of Rhapsodies was no joke, and the last boss of Adulin wasn't a joke. Gotcha. Gotcha. I I mean, you know, actually, I had I had wrapped up uh, Wings of the Goddess, the main mission, and actually sure. that that final fight I did complete with trusts, yeah. but. It was a challenge. It took really? me, it took me three or four tries. Where <laughs> for us, <laughs> where well, whereas most other you know like confrontations like that, it's just or face rolls. Uh, yeah, you, but you, you're like swing one, swing two. That's it. We're done. I can Beastmaster see why. I, did face roll it though? Yeah, well, we face roll. I had my Beastmaster out, but uh, let the pet tank it, so you don't have to worry about taking tons of damage. It's not so bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't the worst thing, and I mean, again, if you have the right trusts and enough of them yeah you can definitely get through it but i was really surprised by the amount of content that you're able to just 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 chew through yeah like we've talked about before this game has become a theme park for you to do everything you ever wanted to do yeah which i think if if this is probably the last year maybe two years of the game 
that's probably the way the game should be at this point. Here's your chance to go do all the things you've ever dreamed of. Have fun. Bucket list it. Bucket list it and go. Mm-hmm. And kill absolute virtue. Go kill absolute virtue. Why not? If you can uh, lock down his healing or his benediction two hour, why not? All right. Uh, Yuxtaposition. I'm going to take you <laughs> off of mute now. I'm going to give you a microphone back. You're, 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 the J in your name is now silent, just so you know. That's cool. It <laughs> sounds, it sounds classy. Yuxtaposition. It actually it sounds, works. It sounds yucky, actually. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I it like works it. for you. Mm, I don't know about no, that. No, that works for you. <laughs> I just want to say that that's that is a hundred percent accurate. Oh yeah, well I'm gonna make your it encompasses J- it encompasses what everyone feels about you into your name. I'm going to make your J not hidden and silent anymore. So now you're Janeiro. I don't have a name. You do have a name. I don't have a, a Janeiro. I don't have a J. <laughs> well, it was hidden. It was a stealth J, but now it's it's. Are you unsilent? I, I, I found it. Your J, your J had Utsumi Ichi going on. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I found it though. But it's still silent. I detected by scent, so it's still a Nero. <sighs> Deodorize? Do you Can I have it? Really want your microphone taken away? Again? <laughs> <laughs> bodily functions sound great over over the air. <laughs> just just saying. Just saying. If I can work up a good... If I had a belch in the cannon, I would have let it fly right there. I really wish I did. I got root beer. There you go. No, I don't want anything that your mouth has been anywhere remotely near. I don't want cold sores. I don't need cold sores. (laughs) Herpes? Yeah, I don't need that either. Crabs? And no. I know these are all things that you have that you could (laughs) give me if I wanted them, but I don't. I'm just making... TP weapon skill party? Can we Renke, pretty please? <laughs> I had to explain in chat what a magic burst was the other day, and I'm like, oh, oh my god. Isn't okay. that sad? Last night on the stream, I pulled up the Renke chart, yes. and I had every single skill chain in the magic burst listed. Isn't that shit it's, it's sad? The, it triggered some people, I think. Dude, oh just looking god. at the Renke chart again, I'm like, okay, so I do I, this, it goes down to here, and then I, I can do that, but it doesn't go that back down that way. Okay, so he, okay, this is only an A move, this is a B move. Oh my god, that chart. Magic bursting. God. <laughs> remember remember when you actually had to do things in parties with other people? That yeah, involved? You had, you had yeah. the puller. Hey, and yeah, the, hey, yeah, the tank. Oh, then you had to sada hate onto the tank to get it off the puller. <laughs> yeah. Remember when uh remember when we had uh, scholars weapon skill skill chaining onto the mob and magic bursting themselves? Cuz that's a thing now. <laughs> you know, casters Skill yeah. chaining with themselves. All those samurais. All day, Blue Mage is especially. Blue, J- Blue Mage uh, can solo the final fight of a Mughal Kubo d'etat in like three seconds because they can create a self-darkness skill chain and then do like quadratic continuum for 100,000 damage. God damn. What? Yeah, it's stupid because like the final boss there is like 10 times weak to magic burst and skill chain damage. Oh, wow. So you can do like 100,000 damage. Well, and I gotta say blue mages are pretty brutal. Like the last time that I was uh, playing Skirmish 2, it was just full. I was doing parties of blue mages (laughs) and and they would just wreck everything and take no time it made me look like a scrub uh, well i mean that's understandable. was it really the blue mage <laughs> yeah come on yeah, you guys are soul eater last you, resort blood weapon i mean if you don't even have are, an algal at this point like, what are you what are you doing with your life 
I should do that. I should cross that off the bucket list. Get I should, yeah, I should go camp Cerberus I one day. Sold, Nobody's doing I it. I was on stream the other night and uh, Hydra was up. So I just detoured around to fight Hydra and killed him in like 12 seconds on stream. That's awesome. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. That's got to feel at least a little bit epic. It was pretty good. All right, let's go back to our phone lines. Of course, this is Limit Break Radio Spectacular Annual Platinum Extravaganza Edition Colin Bonanza Special Volume 3. And we're going to go back to our phone lines and talk to Tom 2. Oh, my God, it's Tom 2. What's up? Oh, oh my God. Oh, oh. Tom 2, dude, how you doing? I'm good. Yeah? I'm 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 a-okay. Like I saw I saw Nika write a post about that stream she did where she left Exiles. Like Oh, it's a little. Oh, yeah, that was a little feelsy. That was a little feelsy. A little feelsy. It was a lot feelsy. Yeah. Why are you feeling Vicky? Don't uh-huh. do that. <laughs> anyway, rude. I, I I can do that. We we used to host a show together. We did. Uh, that's right. Yes, he says. She says. <laughs> so did what? you know? I just went to the URL. Uh, I I dropped the domain ages ago. Now yep. it's owned by two Australians who met on Tinder and post about their favorite eating spots <laughs> are really? you serious so it's not i much kid different? you not he says that she says dot com wow <laughs> that's pretty hilarious that is really yes. funny wow yeah no i that's knew i knew you had right. dropped a domain because all of our links back to your page were broken but that's all right <laughs> yeah uh, no, every not. so often though, I get a notification that the he says she says Facebook page gets a new view or a new like and I'm like what is going on I get that I had the other day like five new people liked voices of Vanadiel and I'm like what <laughs> yeah yeah guys I totally get that too people like Vanadiel voices all the time I get that yeah so John, <laughs> does no one like Simply Juxta does that not happen for you I did not have a Facebook page thank you very much mm, he was no, above no. having a Facebook page yeah uh, so it's just a new turn. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Why would he have a Facebook page? Uh, so, Tom, too, when was the last time you logged into uh, FF11? I think it was um, when Rhapsodies of Von Adiel, um Wrapped was around. Up. Yeah. And I logged in for a little bit trying to get stuff done, but I just couldn't do anything oh. because I was so far out of it. I could not remember anything. I had no macros. I forgot how to load the macros. I was too lazy to look up how to do it. So God, you it's yeah. like playing with Vicky. So you didn't. Hey. <laughs> so you didn't get very far. No, not at all. No, I might. I might jump back in because why not i sort of feel like i i I do need to finish it before they close it down you know what i mean like it's it it, we're running down the clock on this one there can't be especially how they say that you know this is like the 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 story ending of the well it very clearly is yeah it really is yeah it is is a very definitive end yeah there's nothing there's really nothing else that you can do after that i mean granted i haven't done it but i've seen enough of it where i'm like yeah that's pretty final it's the Mm -hmm. end it's the final yeah, fantasy. Which is a bucket list thing for me. No, I and, and I do think, yeah, I do think that that's good. But it's interesting that an MMO chose to do that because MMOs don't have to do that. They can just keep releasing content forever and ever and ever. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's an interesting... And, World of Warcraft. And, and and I gotta say, kind of a bold choice to say, no, this is the end. Well, and usually when a game gets to the point where they know it's not going to be financially viable, they don't put a ton more development into it it's to true. end the story they just say no there's not gonna be another one and they let it go by the wayside 
Square Enix which taking is the, the time. Saddest, it, is I think so the sad. saddest way to send your game off. This feels like an appropriate send off. Like yes. Rhapsody's totally. really felt like they were putting a bow on the game. And it and it's and I think with a game that has as long of a history as this one does and is as well remembered and beloved as it is among those that played it that you mm-hmm. that you have to do that. You have to do that in order to do right by your community. I like that the how they're keeping it open for people who that might be interested in wrapping up that story uh, so they can keep coming back or they can go back and do it unlike um, a catas- catastrophe event like they did in 1.0 for 14 uh, where there was like the your last chance at doing it or with Star Wars Galaxy where they ended the game with like this huge brawl between the uh, the light side and dark side or whatever. Yeah, and 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 again, like I think that that is a way better way to to do it. Like if it was a cataclysmic event, it would I think feel a little bit too much like FF fourteen one point oh. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. And Rhapsody's had a potential for a cataclysmic event though. They really could have just been like, okay, this actually all this shit in the future comes to pass. Your character dies and you can no longer log in. The end. <laughs> go away yeah. be, we're Bro, done here I would I would write so many angry letters to SE I, I, I don't know what I would do if that's how they ended I'd lose my mind but but I wonder mm. though like when the servers do finally go down if they will add some final hurrah event or if they'll just be like well you know complete the story your character's story has been wrapped up the end server's I'm, down I'm afraid that once they finally figure out uh, how um, how far they get the mobile version or yeah. like the new the rebirth version of eleven, like if they are happy with that, they might decide to just quit quit eleven altogether and just say no. If you want to experience the story of eleven, play this version. Yeah, that I mean it's possible. I think that would be sad though. I I, I would mm-hmm. be I would be really bummed out if FF eleven as it exists right now was just in no way, shape, or form playable that the servers were just down but the thing is is that you've got private servers now yep and granted they are a bit of they are a bit on the gray area uh for legality because they are very easily shut down they're very commonly shut down but there's really no question that the developers know about these and some of them like they do for a lot of other ancillary game media will just kind of turn their head and kind of let it go right right and and let it continue and i i think that at the point if there was no official ff11 servers that square enix probably would just look the other way look the other way yeah but i mean as for this server how long it's gonna last i like the overhead cost oh it's gotta be what a fucking imac at this point jesus i mean the overhead costs of running 11 at this point are a skeleton crew who are doing development work and what power and keeping the computer running yeah it's, it's so minimal the seven dollars a month yeah like how many how many users rolling? do you actually need to sustain 11 as it is i not many i would say yeah the, and there's quite a few thousand people that still play so they're still quite profitable yeah yeah no i mean it does make its money and and that's why i think it shouldn't go anywhere and and i mean you know older games that still have the subscription model and by the way we're going to be getting into this on final encounter cast yes. we're going to get kind of deep into this on final encounter cast but the you know the games that have kept the subscription model which are fewer and fewer and fewer as time goes on are old <laughs> old old games that i think escalia you kind of hit on something that is is 
pretty observant that they're probably very, very low overhead to run. We're talking about Ultima Online. We're talking about Dark Age of Camelot. Yep. And you only need a couple thousand players giving every month, you know, uh, 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 paying every month yeah. to be able to really just, you know, zero out on, the, on that sort of stuff. Yeah, it'll get even cheaper as time goes on because eventually they will pull the plug on doing changes and devs for the game. And then you probably got one part-time guy who oversees 11 at that point. Right. And that's all you have to pay. He's taking all the GM complaints. <laughs> they, just, no. they just left GM Dave. That's it. <laughs> GM, da- GM Dave gets to run all of FF11. I'd actually be okay with that. I'd be fu- Dude, you're going to Jormungan a lot, but now you yeah. can solo him, so it doesn't matter when he sends you there. <laughs> Did we ever get a real a real confirmation if that was just purely parody or if he really was a GM? I'm going to say totally that he was parody. probably a parody. But like, he I, I think be, he probably... He could have been an actual GM that didn't... Like, the stories were fake. I, yeah, I, see, I, think, I think he was a real GM posting what he wants to do to people. Maybe... Maybe. I don't know. I'd, I'd actually... I'd love to do some uh, internet detective work and find out... Who who exactly that guy was? Don't ruin the magic for yourselves. Uh, but there were so many good Final Fantasy Eleven blogs. Oh, my oh yeah, God, dude. And, or and just like funny, like goofy videos. Like what were we watching? As Vanadil turns, we as, watched as before Vana, the show started. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was other. I mean, there were other so many like goofy projects. And, there was a there was a comic that went on every week that was. Um, Oh God! You mean our web comic? We had a web comic. It wasn't every week, but we had a web comic. It was no, really bad. it was a weekly web comic. It was this human. I remember the Galka's name was Lord Wampa Stompy. That's what I remember about it. And uh, it was just their ongoing adventures. Like there were so many good community-driven things in in eleven for as small as it was uh, sizably. Akiyumi they were a fantastic resource for me for that lore episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Akiyumi Sensi in the chat says VG Cats. Remember, like. Uh, yeah. Yeah. First of all, VG that Cats. was like sponsored, wasn't it? Yes, it was. But well, I don't know. I, maybe the first one wasn't, but um, uh, at, they did end up bringing the the guy who did VG Cats out to one of the fan, fan fest. fest. Yeah, yeah. that was really cool. But uh, yeah, I mean, like when when FF11 would kind of leak over into you know like a web comic that we would read, mm-hmm. or you know that was always I always loved seeing that because again, FF11 was so kind of rare yeah oh yeah. when it appeared especially in, compared to wow it appeared in real life comics one day and my brain almost melted out of my ears when i saw yeah. it because he's literally sitting at his computer playing and it's just got like little text bubbles coming out of the computer saying what he's seeing it's like like he's like ah oh, finally yotor jungle i'm out of the first one and it's just like a goblin smithy sees you goblin smithy whacks you over the head for nine hajillion points of damage you're hella dead you lose 20 billion xp level oh down oh my god yeah <laughs> and he just sits there cursing at his computer like yeah it's so true Yep. Oh yeah. Uh, level up, Fred Perry. I remember. Yeah. Uh, oh, that yeah. was a great web comic. Yeah. Great web comic. In fact, we cameoed you, in that. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. A couple of. T- I think I cameoed twice. I'm not sure how many times you appeared, Tom. Too, but uh, I. That was I, the fan fest one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, oh my God, so many good memories, Tom. Too. Uh, what's what's your favorite LBR memory? My favorite LBR memory. Yeah, yeah let's talk about ourselves. Uh, yeah, because we're that's what's important. Just actually finding out about it, and what I liked the most about LBR at the time was that you were you were in character, right? And that's that's what eventually led to he says she says, and uh, just just the whole vibe of LBR being in character and just playing around that we were in Norg. 
that we had interns and people were trying to find out where we are uh, interacting with ca- other characters. Just it was a, a way of role playing that was just way cooler than just text based role playing and all and all the information. But if I had to pick a, a memory was that one time I recorded an episode in the closet. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. I remember that. I remember that. It was super late because of my my dumbass time zone. <laughs> and I went into the closet to minimize the sound. <laughs> oh, literally God. broadcasting out of literally closet. out of the closet. Yeah. yeah okay. Oh my gosh. It's so weird thinking back on like the restrictions that we had back then. Oh yeah. And all of us. Like you obviously were the most well like put together you had a lot of connections and stuff to get better equipment well i don't know okay better than the rest of us were when i started vov we like had one microphone that we all huddled around in a spare bedroom well but the the only equipment that i had uh you know initially was a couple of stage mics that i had left over from a band and a pa head oh my god that i used as a mixer which i mean you know like i i quickly figured out like all right i gotta get a real mixer but yeah that's what had started and 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 the mic cables were 100 feet long which if you know anything about mic cables like the longer the cable is the more noise it adds to your signal so like the first couple of episodes were they must sound like dog dick they totally do (laughs) they have to sound terrible um oh 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 i got it yeah got it okay you're taking a picture of wally oh yeah 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 that um so what yeah the the the, you don't remember that no okay all right so wally was our first intern our first intern he was he was never actually in the studio he was a friend of ours and we only really used him as an intern in name but he would post on our forums too uh so there was like a character that sort of went along with it um but that 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 moment when i had quote unquote taken the the picture of him that so we used to record the show in the basement of the dorm room that we were in and uh right next door was the bathroom and so i think i had to get up and use the bathroom and i was like i should do a bit you know coming coming back in and what we were gonna do is we were gonna take a picture inside the bathroom of uh, of like the the stall with the door closed and then we were gonna we were gonna photoshop two galka feet at the toilet like he was taking a shit the vi- the the image never materialized but the bit did and that was that was basically it. He was never in the room. I just ran around the room twice and then pretended <laughs> like I locked him out. Yeah. Uh, that was a. I mean, a lot of those, a lot of those bits, a lot of those uh, were setups. Yeah, uh, just make believe. Oh yeah, complete theater suspension, of the mind. Suspension of disbelief. <laughs> um, the limit break theater. That was also a really fun thing where we, uh, uh, where we had. I, I mean, Kahlo had even written that. Like we we wrote that, performed it. And uh, put sound effects to it. Yeah, um, it was uh, that was a lot of fun to produce. I mean, that was just really like the idea for that was to create a radio play uh, using Final Fantasy Eleven as the setting. So, uh, is wearing. We should do. We should do something like that again. Yeah, except it's. I mean, like if I had a program that could excerpt every single sound effect from FF14, that might be possible. But 
I don't think that that exists. I mean, Altana viewer. Altana viewer. Yeah, yeah. We need an Altana. We need an Aorzia viewer. We need a yeah. If someone out there has got just a big collection of all the sound bites from sound effects. Yeah, yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, I was actually looking for something like for a model viewer recently, just for cosplay purposes. I'm like, I just need a way that I can pull up a character and spin them around. Why does this not exist? Yeah. But I think that the game is coded differently, and it's probably not so easy to just rip the file out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was really really simple with uh, FF11. Um, so all the mods. Yeah, I, I mean, it's possible, but I I, I sort of feel like it's <laughs> it needs to be easy so to much use. work. Yeah, that's the Lightweight. thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like because if I if I'm if it's if the sound effect is disambiguated from what I'm seeing, I don't know what the fuck that is. Like sound effect can it sounds like anything, especially if it's like magic casting. I don't I don't necessarily know that I know what fire versus blizzard being sound uh, being casted sounds like in <laughs> FF14. Right, so I don't know that I would even know the difference, but um, that's true. Eleven sound effects were all very iconic. They were, mm-hmm. they were, and very identifiable as well. Uh, well, Tom, too, man, it was awesome hearing from you, and uh, we we appreciate you calling up and uh, reminiscing about FF eleven. Uh, call up again, man. Uh, you know, if if you ever if you ever feel the desire to you know express some thoughts on FF fourteen, you're always welcome on the show, man. Yeah, sure, man. And of course, you guys, thank you. Thank LBR in general for uh, making my Final Fantasy XI experience so much more fun back then. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, it really drove uh, drove my uh, desire to play. And it was just fun uh, listening to the podcast on the way back from work every day. Um, and being part of it was like fantastic too it helped me develop a lot of uh certain uh editing skills and just uh, apply some pr and marketing stuff on uh on our stuff too so that was a lot of fun so thank you guys for shaping a lot of my uh creativity oh thanks man that's that's very nice of you to say and uh thank you for contributing uh so graciously to the uh lbr network of which we never really compensated anyone for and we would have loved to but um you know that labor yeah exactly uh that really on i think on all fronts uh lbr for a long time was uh was just a pure labor of love for all those involved and tantu you were always among the most talented people that we ever had the chance to work with and that had ever discovered the show and we were so thrilled the first thing that i remember ever getting from you was the parody the 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 christmas parody yeah yeah which i still think was hysterical and you did such an amazing job on it and uh i'm just yeah i'm really glad that we got to work with you and that you've continued working in uh in games media so congratulations to you and uh good luck man good luck on uh everything moving forward you too. All right. Well, if you want to, miss you guys. Uh, we miss you, Tonto. Tonto. Again, if you want to call the show, we'd love to hear from you. If you want to share some of your favorite LBR memories, some of your uh, favorite Final Fantasy Eleven memories, Limit Break Radio on Skype eight one zero five one five eight seven one five limitbreakradio.com slash discord. Uh, so yeah, I, Penguin and Mint in the chat brought up a question. What? Uh, he said that on the uh, the dev uh, uh, eleven devs AMA, they said that if Final Fantasy eleven continues to be profitable, they would consider making another Final Fantasy eleven expansion. They did, they did say that. I saw it. How, right. how, how do you guys feel na- about that? How, narratively, I'm not sure how they would pull that one off. But well, I, 
I think it's kind of cool leaving the idea open and out there. I mean, if you know, if the game can be profitable, why not? Like narratively speaking, like we now have a endpoint for the story. But you absolutely could fill in the time between where we're at now and where that endpoint is. Like there is mm-hmm. still time there for another adventure to okay. happen right. if they chose to. Um, oh, I, I think the question would be how much dev can they throw at it reasonably? Right. I mean, again, I just I don't I don't think we'll ever see another zone. You know, I don't think we'll ever see another area for FF11. I don't they think they would have to hire a new people. So when you think yeah. about the pro- they're profitable now, but they're not paying very much. If right. they had to hire a whole new team and make whole new resources and whole new zones and I but just then again, I, how I much don't know money they, would still be making. They did it what like Adelin was like 2 years ago. It wasn't that long ago that Adelin had come out and that shocked everyone. Nobody thought that we would get another expansion no out except me. Yeah. Right, but I feel like then when, when they finally announced like we're really just doing quality of life updates and armor huge updates well, that they probably they probably like a lot of their crew probably sure. left at that point. So that back then when Adeline came out, I'm sure they still had more people working than they do now. But the question is, were they expecting a faster, larger drop off of population than they're seeing? Because while there has been obviously a vast decline uh, from what Eleven once was, I think Nika, you and I can attest to this. In the last seven months, I don't think the population has dropped much at all. In fact, it's a little more busy than it was about seven months ago. I don't know. I've been searching when we were playing the last couple of days to finish Rhapsodies. Yeah. And I would never saw more than 600 people. But, sure, but like we were that was playing a few months back. Too. There was like more like a thousand or twelve hundred. But yeah, I know. But that was like those last few days have been weekdays in the back to school uh, season. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. It's tough to tell. But I mean, we do know that FF14 has been shrinking. Those players have got to go somewhere. I'm sure some of them are checking out Legion right now. But a lot of them are. Well, yeah, a lot of people are checking out Legion. And from everything that I've heard, it actually sounds like it's not a total dumpster fire. I would be shocked for them to announce another expansion. I would be too. Oh my god! If they put the work in and make it decent, I'm not against it. No, I don't. I don't think it's the worst thing, the worst idea that I've ever heard. Especially if they think that they've got an audience that wants it. You're gonna start having spears with uh, weapon damage 500 on them. But it makes me wonder if they would come up with some random bullshit again, like Adolin, or if they would finally take us to the Mithraland or the Gigas. I, I, I hope so they I, would take I, us somewhere yeah. we always wanted to go. Yeah, I hope that there would be some fan service payoff. I mean, you would you would have thought that they would have taken that opportunity in Adolin, but no. It they, would it would need to be the really? Far West or the or the South. Like if it's not one of those, ugh. yeah. Actually, probably not. I feel like because the dev size is so small that they would just make up a whole new place so they don't have to worry about the lore being technically correct. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I think Adeline was a bit of a concession in that department. Like, we, we, we're really afraid of contradicting ourselves. So, new lands! Yeah. We can't possibly contradict ourselves here. <laughs> uh, new expansion, Tavnasia. <laughs> you know, again, I just... I. I I still think that one of the biggest missed opportunities was Wings of the Goddess and not having an opportunity to go back to Tavnasia. And see what it was like. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been awesome. That really experienced like the explosion happening that destroyed it. Yes. But it would have been cool to go see the area. Yeah, to see the city and to actually kind of adventure in it a little bit. I think that that's that's one of my biggest regrets for FF11 is that I wish that the devs had, had... made that decision because it was a very that was a very vocal request everyone was like we see it in the opening for crying out loud you know like 
let let's have let's have that have some payoff and it never really does i mean it, the entirety of the game you get to well, go to the safe hold and that's really not right anything. well i mean the only thing you see in the opening is blue blade fell which you can see you don't get to go there yes but, but you can't can you, see it but can you imagine running through the streets of blue blade fell and fighting off orcs yeah that's and, true. And you you like have this sense oh, that like, Aldo and his sister are somewhere off in the distance. Yeah. But you're go, you're you have your own thing that you do. Uh, you're trying to to stop. What was it? The 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 what was the sword? Lightbringer. Lightbringer. Yeah. You're trying to stop whatever is gonna go down there. You know what I mean? Like Try you to can, save it, Tavnasia. I, I mean, oh, but man, like that's so much fan service, dude. Like I feel it like is. that's such a missed opportunity, especially you know, like with the like, dude. If there was just a moment where you saw a little Aldo. So, uh, uh, character model run by, you'd be like, "Oh my god!" I'd, you'd have that like full circle yeah. moment. I'd like to deal with the moment where you find them with Lightbringer and you're getting her to stop him from unsheathing it, but you realize, like, wait, if he doesn't, the orc army's not destroyed, and the other three nations are never united against yeah. everything. Like that. So the destruction of Tabnazi is what the turned the war around. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So yeah, like you have to actually make that choice. Like you have to let it go. You yeah, have to let it happen. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, and that's they—they they could have done so much more than they did with Wings. I—I I liked Wings. It was a good storyline. The story was good, but the development I feel like is very lazy. Oh, the skimming of every zone and like there was like three new zones. Like, what was it? Grauberg and whatever. Yep, Von Kroll Inlet. you know, they say that those were all destroyed during the war, and you can't go through them anymore. But right. I don't know. No, like, but other than that, it was it was very lazy. Yeah, no, it was it was extremely lazy because when they first put it out, really all we had was like three quests and campaign, and that was it. And it was just, hey, here's campaign and dancer and scholar. Have fun, fuck you. And and <laughs> you you know like oh, it's gonna be six months till we get the next injection. Like I just paid forty dollars for this bitch. Yeah, it took almost two years to complete that story. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, you're right. Yeah. It did that long. And, it and long I think that's why. I never and it takes almost two goddamn years to complete the story too. <laughs> uh, it, it is th- the most needlessly long story. Oh. Night. Wait till you do a duelin. Oh god! I promise you, duelin's way longer. <laughs> yeah, a duelin is worse. And the first like seventy five percent of a duelin is is the same thing. And it's like, okay, next quest. Wait till the next game day. Wait till the next game day. Wait till the next game day. Yeah, thank God it's not JP oh. Midnight anymore. I, appara- I apparently had logged out waiting uh, 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 waiting for one of those to happen because when I logged back in, I I walked into the city. And immediately got hit with a cutscene, and I was like, "Oh, so that's what I was doing. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's why I logged out here. Now I remember. Oh man! Uh, again, if you want to give us a call here, Limit Break Radio on Skype eight one zero five one five eight seven one five limitbreakradio.com slash Discord. Of course, we're sharing our favorite memories from Final Fantasy eleven, sharing our favorite memories from the eleven version of the show, and uh, really the eleven version of the show." was a really interesting time in uh you know like in our cruise history mm-hmm. because you know we had it was you know it was the first time that we had really worked together in a performance capacity and it always struck me and it always surprised me how quickly everyone in the room picked up on the idea and the concept of what we were doing and just ran with it and that was always the most fun for me was, hey, let's set up a couple of of goofy things that are going to happen. And we never scripted. We rarely ever scripted anything. 
and uh, you well, know, the wiki was our script. To be fair, well, he, <laughs> yes, <laughs> no, but the, for bits, for any of the bits that we did, those were yeah, yeah, yeah. those were never scripted. Those were just sort of like in this general improv way. We would kind of like lay out the points of what was going to happen and then set it up and go. And I think that that really primed us r- very well, and it trained us very well. For the style of humor that we present now on the FF14 version of the show, because we're so quick and we're so good live, you know, the, the, the FF11 show was very tightly edited. And so its presentation was very tightly controlled. That's why it took sometimes two or three weeks to get an episode out, because I was editing every stumble <laughs> and every pause, every hesitation, every unfinished thought out of the podcast. People who listened to the raw recordings those star breakers um know that really really well and what is really cool is that all of us and i and i've seen i've seen this kind of development from everyone involved in the program and in the product that we are so comfortable live now because of the work that we put in doing the show for the you know for the seven years that we did it for ff11 and now the full 10 years that we've rounded doing lbr in general that you know we've really put ourselves in a good position and we've trained ourselves well to do the type of content that we produce and i i mean that's just you know when people ask like what's the secret it's ten thousand hours man it's putting the work in it's doing it like it's actually like sitting down doing the shows putting them out having people give feedback on them i think that often was our was our biggest struggle early on was taking the feedback and being able to not take it personally and not and also not write that person off and go well that person's clearly an asshole (laughs) you know we really did try to take a lot of the feedback that we were given early on in the show and take it very seriously and take it very to heart and that's why the the show probably too serious change changed so much yes i agree we took it way too seriously way 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 too seriously and i think that's why we don't at all you know when we reset for 14 we were like fuck it we don't why why bother you can't please everyone we know this we tried for seven years to please everyone and it i I mean all that we would ever get out of it was hand wringing and frustration why bother why bother you're not going to please everyone so just go out there and do the show that you want to do and hopefully people will like it we had no guarantee coming from the 11 show to the 14 show that people were going to like what we did no guarantee it was a big risk and fortunately you guys actually like it and that's that's great but the the 11 show for as much as we rag on it really did prepare us very well for the position that we're in now the juxtaposition no oh the yuxtaposition yuxtaposition yes yuck (laughs) gross Uh, the position again. If you want to call the show, Limit Break Radio eight one zero five one five eight seven one five. This is Limit Break Radio Spectacular Annual Platinum Extravaganza Edition Call in Bonanza Special Volume Three. So we'd like to hear from you your favorite memories about FF eleven or Limit Break Radio. And again, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715. Already better, infinitely better than the second call-in bonanza. That's right. <laughs> because we had callers. Now. We actually had callers this time. And actually, you know, for as much of a, of a failure as that felt like in the moment, it really did reinforce something that 
we've applied in the 14 version of the show and has and i'm glad that we did which is never ever rely on calls don't not have something else ready to go Mm -hmm. because it's not a guarantee that you're going to ever get callers sometimes sometimes we have nine people hanging on the line sometimes it it, like today it's kind of tough to get people so you know you've got to be able to have a show even if you don't have callers and that Mm -hmm. that definitely taught me that for sure for sure. I mean, the 11 show taught me a lot about podcasting, about broadcasting, about, uh, you know, about managing people, working with people, working with different personality types. This is uh, pretty amazing. The amount of uh, the amount of uh, wisdom that I've been able to walk away from doing the show with. Um, and uh, I, I mean, I've got to appreciate that. Like, you know, I've got to appreciate the perspective that this game has helped me have and what Limit Break Radio managing it through all of those years. The, the you know, the um, the experience that that gave me. One thing that I've just been I've been watching the chat today. And one thing that I really appreciated about Eleven uh was how much of my life changed because of it like and especially that's like that's what led me to lbr which completely reversed the course of my life i was getting ready to go to school to be a computer engineer before you guys ruined me so thanks for that (laughs) you're welcome you're welcome you're the reason my parents are disappointed in me oh hey no (laughs) that's not true there's tons of reasons (laughs) your parents are disappointed we're just a lot we're just one of the 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 items in that list yeah one of the long list of disappointments (laughs) but straight up after my first appearance on lbr that's i decided i wanted to be a performer in some capacity so without lbr i'm somewhere else i'm not here i don't know it's it's weird to be sitting here doing this show today and think back like what would happen if not for lbr classic yeah yeah no i i i it is kind of weird to think about because yeah it 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 was such a formative part of you know of of my life of college i mean it it lasted the entirety of college for me think think about the project that we're getting ready to embark on yeah what are the chances that project happens if not for lbr classic no that's uh, there's no way i don't think that there's there's any way i mean we really cut our teeth as a crew as a as a broadcasting crew making up shows you know what i mean like we we put a lot of work into those shows we put a lot of research and and reading into those shows Mm -hmm. but you know uh we were just making it up like we had no one telling us what to do we had no one who was saying like well you know people expect to hear about dragoon this week you guys have got to talk about dragoon (laughs) nobody wants to hear about we never had that apparently they did on one episode no never so you know it's it's it, 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 I mean, just to know that something that came out of pure creativity and all of our creativity too, like it was always a very group effort. Um, you know, I, I think that a lot of people will, a lot of people give me credit for limit break radio. And I think some of that is kind of undue. Um, you know, I know that there's a lot that I do for the show and that, uh, you know, that, that I, I, I know that I'm also a, a driver of this show, but I don't want to pass over the opportunity to shine a light on what you guys bring to the table because, you know, this was always a group effort. This was always 
you know, a group dynamic. It was never any one person who was out in front that was saying like, all right, these are the jokes that we're going to make. We, we got to cut this out. You know, there it, it was it was a group effort of everyone bouncing ideas around in the room before we decided to hit that record button. And sometimes it went great. And sometimes it was rough. <laughs> it, it, we had rough, rough episodes. And oh, yeah, I have to say. In the three years of doing shows for FF14, I don't think that we've had a rough episode in the bunch. And and again, I think that that just speaks to, you know, how 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 good of a job we did preparing ourselves for something like this. And again, I, I really got to give you guys a lot of credit because all of you are pretty much untrained at this. Like this is not something that's in your wheelhouse i was the only one that had any kind of broadcasting experience that was bringing that to the table and you know i it's it's just i i i i was always really really impressed with every one of your you know all of your uh input to the show and all of your contributions and the jokes i was always so massively impressed with what you guys brought to the table and i loved doing the show mm-hmm. I, I loved doing the show and i you know i still love doing limit break radio in its current incarnation but there was just something about the 11 show that was just you know for the for the moment that we did it in where we did it uh, you know the, how it brought us all together it, it really is something special i think my favorite thing about doing this show today is every idea that we have immediately is just like, all right, cool. How can we make that work? Like, like the FFFL started as, hey, the Super Bowls this week. We should do like a sports thing. Yeah, and like, mm-hmm. all right, cool. How do we make a bit out of that? Right. This this episode was just one of us in the room saying, hey. We should do an 11 episode. Yeah, you know, it would be funny. You know, a lot of these YouTube commenters are saying that, you know, we, we you don't even talk about 14 anymore. Ugh. All right, fine. Fuck it. Let's just do <laughs> right, an 11. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> you win. You Yeah. There, there you go. You have brought this upon yourself. <laughs> I mean, honestly, there was shit to talk about in 14 this week. So what else? are we, What were we going to talk mm-hmm. about in 14? What were we going to talk about? Yeah. Honestly, tell me. Someone tell me. So uh, we and we we end up doing the show, and I mean it doubled nicely. We just had the ten year anniversary of you know that. LBR. And I, I meant to mention that because you know we've overlooked this a couple of times, yep. and and we're we're officially celebrating the ten year anniversary out at FanFest because that's when it was uh, October when the Final Fantasy fourteen version of the show relaunched. Right. So we're treating that as the anniversary, but the very first show. Very first episode of Limit Break Radio came out in August of 2006. It's been 10 years that we've been doing this officially. Yeah. That's a long time. <laughs> that's a long time. That's a really, that's, really long time. That's, that's an obscenely long that's time. That's a third of my, uh, uh, a half of, of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Keep dreaming, Juxta. Yeah. Keep dreaming. Uh, yeah. <laughs> No, I, I mean, like, it, it's just, it, it's really amazing how this thing has grown and, uh, you know, how the how the audience has grown and, you know, how you guys have, have stuck with us. A lot of you guys have been with us since this was an 11 show. And, uh, you know, 
really, I think what what we wanted to do with this episode was, first of all, we wanted to provide an, an end cap. Yeah, we wanted to we we wanted to give a definitive end cap to the eleven run right. of shows. It never because, had a final episode. Yeah, it never had a final goodbye. Right. So that was one of the things that we wanted to do. The other thing is, is we wanted to fuck with you. Honestly, we just wanted we ended we wanted a weekend to fuck with you on the stream. Yep. That was that was fun. We um, have fun here. That's what we, well, something that's what we talked about being important one time is that we don't want anyone to ever just know what the show is going to be about. You yeah. Know, there's, it's good that you can be that we can still surprise people. Yeah. When we go on the air. No one thought it was going to be the original intro. The chat blew up for that. Yeah. Huh? No one, and then no one thought we were going to actually jump into doing an 11 episode. Oh, I know. I know. No, and and the, and you know that's the thing is that I think you know I think a lot of other channels or content producers would really worry about that like oh well what if uh, someone finds this for the first time and they just start expecting eleven all the time well they're gonna be disappointed yeah well then <laughs> I guess that you didn't get the joke uh, but I, I you know I it, we are towards the end of eleven yep. and it did seem like you know not just to provide an end cap for. LBR's 11 run of, of episodes, but to sort of just celebrate FF 11 in general, um, you know, and it seemed like an appropriate moment, especially uh, Nika and Juxta completing Rhapsody's last night. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it seemed like an appropriate moment to talk about it also because there's really nothing going on in 14. Uh, That's ancillary. <laughs> So, you know, I mean, come on. We always know there's not going to be nothing to talk about in 14. That's just par for the course at this point. <laughs> is it a little is, bit? Is it not? I don't know, man. I don't know. I feel I feel like I feel like they could write the ship. They could write the ship. It's going to it's going to take some effort, but it's going to happen at FanFest if it's going to happen. Yeah, that's true. That's like, true. Let's put it this way. Our, our our live episode out at FanFest. I hope we're talking about something exciting because if we're not, that's a bad sign. Yeah, yeah, that is true. I don't Well, let's not overpromise. We don't know if it's going to be live. We don't know what the sure. hotel Wi-Fi is necessarily going to look true. like. But the shows that we do from the floor, we because yeah. we do, uh, uh, you know, we do the show live at the outside of the convention hall, which, by the way, if you're going to be at FanFest, make sure you look for us. Yes. Uh so you know there there is that and and of course you know look keep an eye out at limitbreakradio.com for those specials at, uh, over the you know over the weekend we'll have all of our analysis from FanFest um but you're right like if the mood of that show is negative if the tone is really negative Man, that's going to be tough. That's going to be man. Really, is it really of all be episodes tough. like that one? Oh, I, I really hope we're, we come on real excited. Yeah, me too. Totally. Let's me put it this way: if we do another FF11 episode, it's going to be bad news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, all right. Let's go back to our phone lines and talk to Paul Bunyan. What's going on, Paul? Paul. Paul. Paul, you muted. I think. Paul. 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 Un- unmute yourself on uh, Paul. on Discord. Paul. In three. Paulie. Hey, it's Big Paulie there. No. There we go. Oh! Oh! At the last second. 11th hour. Yeah, you almost Woo-hoo. got you almost got the mute button. Hey, what's going on, Paul? Yeah, sorry about that, guys. Yeah, you're all right. I don't know how, how that happened. Uh, you were right. muted. <laughs> I see. That's how okay. that happened. All right. So, um, great bringing back this uh, this uh, this this whole feel of the show i i really miss the old intro opener it was uh, like a real big 
it just got my heart going. It, oh, it was great cool. to hear that from you guys. Cool. Well, yeah, thanks. I mean, since we uh, since we got the uh, the eleven topic up, I wanted to talk about some of my favorite uh, experiences uh, playing around on eleven and uh, talking about Dynamis, uh, the one end game that I really that really captured me. Uh, I did a bit of Sky, uh, did a bit of ZNMs. That didn't really they didn't really grab me. Yeah, but. But Dynamis, Dynamis was the shit for me. So, um, so I mean, did you have your your relic? Oh no, no, no. not that much Dynamis as, then. Yeah, I was I was I was thinking about working on it, but I was one of those guys that that didn't have a lot of ways of making a whole lot of money, so I couldn't sponsor runs with yeah, my uh, with my uh, link shell. But um, but just the di- just the dynamics content itself was just absolutely labyrinthian in its level of complexity and, and, you're, and you're just implied, very challenging. Though- that you can't do a lot of dynamics without getting your relic. That is wholly untrue. <laughs> yeah, I did. I <laughs> did. Like- Dynamis being, every chance I could and was and had long since made peace with the fact that I would never have a relic. And that's well, even like getting I mean like just in general if you were in a link shell if you didn't have like enough money or, or a link shell that lets you like sponsor the runs and get all the currency it was just going to your top players who were on all the time and you didn't have a choice you oh. were doing dynamics for them not for you quit making excuses Nika not do not excuses that's and then a there fact were, and then the thing is is that some link shells would then say okay if you buy the hourglass then you can have all the currency oh. I had like one mil I could what, sponsor one run yeah that's not gonna get me no, it was two mil back in the day wasn't it oh yeah I think it Wasn't was two mil for a dynamics? it was two mil for each dynamis yeah now it's like 40k and you can go all you want sorry yeah. sorry paul these scrub lords were just <laughs> yakking on about how they didn't have a relic weapon what were you talking about uh we were talking about dynamis uh that's right yeah all right so in my uh in my link shell uh i was the primary uh the primary tank and i got to to hold the mobs while everyone just got to beat the living crap out of it uh, my wife was the uh, the company thief. Uh, she did all of the treasure hunter stuff, while the uh, the more experienced thief grabbed all of the uh, grabbed all the pulls and did the sacks. Yeah, oh. sack pulls. Sack pulls. <laughs> God damn! Remember that? I, I mean, there was just so many like interesting mechanics that this game forced you to uh, to you know to you, interact you, with. You go and throw your uh, chakram at one mob and then oh that was a trap and now there's six mobs chasing after you. Yeah. Right? But you and, pulled the wrong one so you actually pulled another pack which spawns another six. I mean uh, like the thing about FF11 and I still get this like even logging in now within minutes is like how much you actually have to think about what you're doing and where you're going and how you're going to get there. You have to plan it out. Yeah, with FF14, you just hit the teleport to whatever the closest Aetherite is, and you walk there, and you know that there's not going to be a problem at all. But in 14, you've got... 11. you've or, I'm sorry, in, in 11, you've got terrain issues, you've got mob aggro, you've got all sorts of shit that force you to go, okay, where am I? Like, I honest, honest to God... Mm-hmm. I could not remember where Castle Oz Troja was, if it was in Maze of, or not Maze, um, fucking Marifatad Mountains, or if it was in Tarangi Canyon. I could not remember. Couldn't remember. I was, had nothing on the map to tell me either. I was trying to go to Ottawa Chasm, spent like a good 20, 30 minutes uh, walking around in Maze of Shikrami. It's not over there. It's in, uh, which one? What's the other one? Maze of Shikrami's right. Oh, no, I was in. You um, went into Labyrinth of Anzozo. Anzozo. Oh, yeah. I'm like, where is the zone? <laughs> oh my gosh, 
<laughs> and then and then Maze you of and cling to the left wall. And then you realize you wasted 35 minutes because yep. you're not in the right place and it's going to take you 15 to get to the right place. Yeah. I mean, 11 was really I mean, again, it was cumbersome in this fact, but at the same time, there's also something that is like I don't oddly engaging about that oh. where you don't ha- again, you don't have that in 14. Well, it's just go somewhere, go to the thing, do the thing, click the point, bye-bye. I go home. It, it gave everything weight. If yes. you died, you were going to lose XP and have to walk back. So you were losing not oh, yeah. only time but money or XP. Oh, yeah, yeah. And our puller thief would always would always give me the big frowny face and grumble at me over uh, over Ventrello whenever I, I would miss one of the targets that we were going after, and he pull, he basically had to sack for nothing. Yep. 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 Those great moments. So you are using using carbuncle to uh, aggro things, uh, but not get killed from them. Oh yeah. What you, was what was that? What was the big pull that was in Winders? That um, was it? Uh, the Shan- death pull or suicide pull? Or well, well, the one that was in like Shantoto's house, or uh, it was in one of the houses. I remember. It that. was. Uh, oh, God. Gosh, Who, there was also was a that? big auction house pull. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The auction house pull was always a nightmare. Yeah. I, I just can't remember which specific house it was, but there was this like house death pull that you would have to do. And a lot of times, and I think you could avoid it, too, because a lot of times if someone would aggro, it'd be like, oh, look at that asshole. No, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, that's the one the we, ag- no, we called it the death house. They went to the death house. Death house. Everyone, I don't every, know what house it actually was, but it was the death house. In my group, everyone had to line up single file and march along the wall to try and not aggro it. Oh, my God. I remember that. And again, yeah, the, anyone who would, who would, it was just like, oh, who's the fucking asshole? Who's gonna be buying the fucking uh, the the hourglass next run, <laughs> dickhead? Way to waste or, our time. Or even better, you have uh, you you have your entire link shell set up with their hourglasses in their uh, in their bazaar for like five gills, so that you know if they if they get into a position where they can't where they can't escape and you can't get an easy raise, you have someone run over by the hourglass from them at range, and then they just come back in, and hopefully you got one guy sitting outside the zone on an alt. Yeah, that's gonna buy you and that's gonna give you another version of the glass. That way. Now, do you guys do you guys fucking remember? Having to reserve dynamis times and this on a calendar, on a calendar. Yeah, on a cal- player on calendar. calendar. Yeah, there was so calendar. much griefing. There was so much oh. griefing registering for dynamis. Oh, totally, totally. So you would you would go and and show up and expect the zone to be empty and someone would be in there and you would have you would assi- a link shell would assign a person to wait at the the entry exit point and figure out what was the link shell that was in there. who was the group that w- who were the assholes. Yeah, so that's yeah. It's all Dynabucidine or whatever it was yep. to figure out who's in there. Yeah. 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 I remember this. I remember all of it very <laughs> it's always vividly. JPs. <laughs> they cared we not didn't, well, for we, any. No, well, we didn't use the same calendar most of the time. That's true, too. Although it was weird because the, the, the time I, difference. So, yeah. It seemed, it's a lot of times it seemed very purposeful. Y- you knew if yeah. you were starting like a 2 a.m. Dynamis, don't hold your breath. Yeah. Like if your group was going late that day. Oh, my God. Probably not. Oh, man. The pain of Dynamis. Uh, Thanks, Paul, for the call. We appreciate it. Got any shout outs before we let you go? Uh, yeah, uh, I wanted to give a shout out to uh, Hyperion Strong, the alliance of uh, many FCs here on Hyperion in 14. Uh, I know we haven't talked a lot about 14 today, and I just want to keep that short, but uh, we're doing some great work over there. We're trying to get uh, set up uh, server-wide events and things of that nature, so stay tuned. 
All right. Paul, thanks for the call, man. We appreciate it. Uh, If you want to call Limit Break Radio, sound off on uh, some of your favorite LBR memories or uh, some of your favorite FF11 memories. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. If you want to use this newfangled technology known as Discord. Discord. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, you know, I, I sort of feel like there's not a whole ton left to say about 11 uh you know we 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 talk about it enough on the 14 show that it's oh, do we clearly not really gonna go anywhere its presence will be felt in this show it will be in the thumbprint of this show forever we can never really we can never truly be rid of yeah, yeah we can never, we can never it's really like herpes tr- it's never really gone we can never really truly get rid of it yeah um so but you know, we wanted to honor FF11, and that's a lot of what this show also was. That you know, while you know, while we're you know reminiscing and talking about the ten years that we've spent podcasting for uh, for these games, that we also you know wanted to recognize FF11 for the amazing game that it was, and still kind of is in some regards. Um, you know, it's not clearly not the same game that we played growing up no of course it's it it never will be it never can be uh but at the same time it's still playable which is pretty commendable i've got to say for uh, a a game that's been around for an online game that's been around for that long to have enough adjustments to be able to still be playable to this day is uh i think that's pretty remarkable to have a developer willing to put the work into it to keep it viable yeah is so rare i i you know what i think you're right i think you're right so you know we used to have a way to uh honor people on this show uh we used to have a way that uh that we would show respect for uh someone who maybe quit the game or uh passed on but you know i think that we've got to show the same respect to the game itself that's now pretty long in the tooth. So, this is our 21 weapon skill salute for Final Fantasy XI. One weapon skill salute celebrating Vana Deal in all of its greatness. 
It's well, been a while. I can still tell what some of them are, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard Fox a strike in there somewhere. I was, yeah, I was watching the chat name some of them off, and it was pretty, uh, pretty hilarious how memorable those are. And again, I, you know, I, I, you remember a lot of the sound effects from FF11, where I'm not sure that I would remember as many of them from other games just other i'm not even to pick on ff14 but just other games, other games in, general. in general yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. uh there was something that was unique and iconic about those and uh so yeah we wanted to uh celebrate ff11 overall with a 21 weapon skill salute thank you to uh ff11 and its developers for giving us so many years of uh an enjoyable game uh let's go back to our phone lines we've got uh to hanging on what's going on to Hey guys, th- thanks for taking my call. I've been listening for a couple months now. Really love your show, thanks. and just finally had an opportunity to call in and say thank you for producing an awesome podcast that's really kind of reignited me in playing fourteen. Thank you, we appreciate. It. I know we're not talking about it today, but uh, we're no. you know reminiscing and, and taking a stroll down memory lane. But we do appreciate the sentiment. We really do. Uh, did you, Taliz? Did you play FF Eleven? I certainly did. I got it the day it came out. Wow, and man. Went to went to i think it was like a fred meyer gamestop i don't even remember but me and my two buddies bought it and we installed it we're like we had the old school land party we're like yeah let's do this and we all signed in and sure enough we're like what do you mean we can't pick where we go (laughs) (laughs) like this is bs oh my god code to get on the same server i I forgot dude i totally forgot about the the clusterfuck that it was signing up for this game because yeah you couldn't pick your server that you wanted for a yeah, long time I remember yeah I have oh. a memory of like because it cost what like 5,000 guild to get a golden pass to yeah. get, the gold, get on your yeah, server to get the yeah, pass. when I had first started I didn't have 5,000 guild so my friend was restarting his character over yes. and over and over hoping to get my server I never did so I eventually uh. was like shouting around and I got somebody to donate money to me so I could buy oh one for my friend that, that all run. critical 5k that you needed I got in yeah. shortly after uh, Chase and Kyle did and so they were already on Bismarck and we were trying to get my character on there but none of us were spelling Bismarck right we didn't know that had a C and a K in the end of it (laughs) we spent like a half hour trying to figure out how to get on the Bismarck oh my god yeah I I forgot about this the gold world passes those were a a nightmare they really were I really liked getting a chance to finally play with you know I had to realize that I was never going to play with my friends until I made enough money to do so and so I was like okay I need to develop and foster new digital friendships at this point just to play this game because there's no way that you could really do anything solo right for the first longest time and And i decided to pick uh black mage as my starting class which was the worst idea to solo with (laughs) Uh, but i'm in there and i'm going okay i want to play how do i get in here and finally get to the sub job quest and this was one of my favorite memories and one of my favorite mmo memories was we get to the sub job quest you have to go out into the desert and kill like a bunch of like flies and crabs yep. and stupid things get all their drops and you get all three and you turn them in and then you can so be cool. a half thief half dragoon and backstab from the air for quintuple damage or something ridiculous right yeah 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 we're like cool let's do this and i go out there and i'm thinking all right i'm this little black mage none of my gear matches i don't think i'm even wearing shoes let's do this and i go out and there's a group of you know, five six people they're all killing these mobs And then all of a sudden, two of them leave, and then somebody shouts, hey, do you need to do the thing? And I was like, yeah, I kind of need to do the thing. Get a party invite, and I get in there, and we just start rotating through people. Sure enough, 40 minutes later, I have all three things I need. Everybody else that was there when I got there is gone. 
and we just keep accumulating people and it was this revolving door yes, in uh and in goosekin mines there was always like oh, five on, bucks to hear any arrow bagpipes <laughs> Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Capelli. We'll see. Uh, yeah, I remember in Gooskin Mines, there was always like just a constantly like influx of players going in and out of Gooskin Mines and getting into parties for Magic Skull. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Get, yep. That was it. <laughs> oh damn. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I remember that. I dude. I. I ended so up getting so many friend requests from that because people were just like, oh man, this you know this cool little black mage is just standing over there and he's helping everybody and he's you know throwing fire at things and people would come in. <laughs> They'd hang out with for half an hour or whatever, get their two items, and they'd be like, okay, well, I'm going to go do the skull bit. And I'm like, all right, cool, good luck, have fun. And they'd leave. A couple yeah. days later, I sign in, and I just get destroyed with party requests. They're nice. like, hey, you want to join us? Hey, you want to awesome. join us? I'm like, this is cool. This is what... Because I tried to play Asheron's Call back when it first came out. Oh, I had I'm to, like, sorry. I dial up internet with the like, banner at the top of the screen because oh, my parents yeah. were broken. Spend for it. I was like, I the can't net, play this. The this net zero impossible. free dial-up? I remember that. <laughs> yeah. That was it. So I had that as my first MMO experience, and that was that was not, that didn't count. So I was like, all right, 11 was really my first MMO because I got to come in, meet people, go digital, and have a good time with it. And I thought that was a really cool thing that I What's got to What's it like happen. to log in and get bombed with party invites so yeah. what's that never like? never known it's pretty cool yeah that's, i've it never weird because uh we were on quetzalcoatl i think and this was what 2001 was that the year that came out three uh, I, I think yeah I, I or two was it two it was or three two or three yeah i thought it was I, three because i think it came out the year that i graduated um, or the yeah, year before my I graduated. First couple years of college were a big blur, and eleven was part of that. I don't necessarily remember. Everything I know, that yeah, I, I know. Time. I played it in college. Like I know for sure I played it in college. I'm <laughs> not sure if I. I may have played it the summer of high school, going into college. But it's hard for me to actually pin down when exactly it's, I started. Well, you played for. We all played for a number of years. You guys have been producing content for it with the podcast, so you're kind of going. When did we start? How many episodes have we done? What have we talked about? What are we repeating? Because you've been doing it for so long, it all just blends together as one. That is true. We do have those moments where we're like, have we talked about this before? Yeah. I feel like we've talked about this before. (laughs) Definitely. Definitely. It happens. When you make this much content, it definitely happens. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Well, to Liz, we appreciate the call. Uh, Do you have any shout outs before we let you go? Uh, yeah, to uh, my friend on uh, Hyperion named Kostya. She's one of the most fun summoners that I've ever gotten to play with. She refuses to LARP. She thinks it's ridiculous, but every once in a while I can talk her into being a complete and total like uh, roleplay snob and go super weird and act really bizarre in character. And it's really fun when people don't expect it and she acts it. So thank you for making boring weeknight raids significantly more fun. All right. Well, thanks to Liz. We appreciate the call. If you want to call Limit Break Radio, share some of your favorite stories of the 11 version of Limit Break Radio or just some of your favorite stories about 11. 810-515-8715. Limit Break Radio on Skype and LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord if you'd like to call in on Discord. Uh, So let's... Yeah, I think think we have... uh, run through a lot of our favorite memories of the show and uh of of the game and uh you know it's do you have any regrets when it comes to final fantasy 11 good question good question quitting 
Yeah? Yeah. Really? I had to stop. Why did you have to stop? Uh, my college, college classes were taking a dive and... So I had to study more. So I mm. had to put in that. How time. many people failed a college course because of eleven? Yeah, that's yeah. me. I know I people that know. were failing high school because of eleven. Yeah, I just I like I won't point out everyone in this room raised their hand <laughs> to yeah. that question. Yeah, I can. I specifically remember chemistry one forty four and failing out of that one because of eleven. I, to be fair, you probably were going to fail out of it anyway, but 11 because didn't you're a dumbass. help. <laughs> I passed it the next term. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> I sucked at chemistry. Yeah. I yeah. would say my biggest regret is pretty much similar to uh, Papa's over there, but my biggest regret in 11 and really in my life in general is that I did not get into the ground floor of Final Fantasy 11 because I had actually read about it before on like a GameFAQ forum or something. Right. And I was interested in it. I'm like, ooh, that sounds really fun. And like the next, next yeah, Final well, Fantasy. Well, you're the, your path to Final Fantasy was a bit different From than, uh, than ours because Taliz was just saying that, you know, they played since... NA release I was probably a month out of NA release that I picked it up so I was pretty quickly in on I, I would say that's as close to the ground floor that you can that you can reasonably get right um, I, I, I may have not been terribly aware of the first couple of patches but I definitely you know I remember COP coming out mm-hmm. I have a COP box I did not get yep. you <laughs> know like my my the box combo. yeah my box did not have yep. a Zillart COP combo I bought chains i was so angry at that point because i didn't have much like concept of expansions for mmos or anything like that <laughs> so i had just bought like rise of the zillar and and 11 and then like two months later cop hit and kyle was like yeah you gotta go buy the expansion now i'm like what yeah and then i bought it and they're like well no you can't do any of the content yeah you got a ways to oh go my before God, that. i do I'm remember like, that yes. like, what what the <laughs> fuck what did i just buy this for Asshole! I'm 35. Like, why? Why would? Oh my god! I'm not, not even out of the fucking jungle, you dick. <laughs> yet, yet, I'm a 14. Has the problem about having to wait forever to get the content. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? When it starts taking two years to get to 75 in uh, in 14, we can talk about. Don't that. complain. I used to play MMOs in the snow, <laughs> uphill. <laughs> both assholes ways. yeah both ways yeah uh, i got in right at uh yeah well because we and and you had gotten into ff11 juxta because of because the of show you, you because had, of the show yeah basically yeah exactly yeah. so i always felt like i was behind the curve and i never felt like i had final fantasy 11 mastery okay because i came in so late and i didn't do like basically anything prior yeah and i was leveling up through treasures of otter again i had no idea what bibiki pay parties were or uh bone parties down in um whatever king, place king around first too yeah so and given how big of a effect that lbr has had on my life in general i feel like that's because i didn't get in and i didn't ha- actually feel like i was ever competent at the game that really that actually hmm. kills me interesting because i mean because like later on you were running a lot of abyssia events i was yeah i, I mean but at but, that point 11 was easy mode yeah and, and a lot of us had sort of checked out of it too mm-hmm. and i did get cops done when they were relevant and all this other stuff right so. yeah just because i was behind that curve i was never really felt like you got the full experience huh yep gotcha See, I, I mean, even getting in on the ground for, floor, I never I never felt like I got the full experience because I had that anchor of a relationship hanging around my neck for the for the entire duration of my playtime in yeah. Vanadil. And 
I mean, I know that that sounds a bit like an excuse, but if you knew, if you had any idea of how, like, personally resentful this person would get when she would find that I was logged on or playing or working on a show or something like that, it was... It was, per, in my personal life, very difficult mm-hmm. to carve out time to play. But, you know, me being, you know, uh, an idiot and being 22 years old and uh, wanting to think that, you know, I had found the person that I was going to be with for the rest of my life, I tried to bend over backwards to make both of these things happen. Right. And I think my biggest regret is that I didn't end up choosing FF11. (laughs) It sounds weird to say because, you know, a lot of times people are like, wow, I, you know, I can't believe what I missed out in my life because I chose a video game. And, and I sort of feel like, like I, I made a bad choice in life that 11 could have saved me from. I mean, legitimately, like it was, it was kind of a toss up, like, okay, am I going to, you know, am I am I going to try to make this work or am I going to, you know, am I just going to, you know, full my uh, throw uh, throw away the five years of a relationship that I have under my belt to play a video game like that? Yeah, that didn't really seem very justifiable to me when you say it like that. Right. <laughs> but knowing now, you know, where like it would have ended up. Yeah. Like if I had known then what I know now. I wish I would have gone with FF11 because it really it would have saved me a lot. It would have saved me a lot of time and heartache and uh, frustration if I had just gone. Yeah, no. If you can't, if you can't, if you don't have the maturity to reconcile the fact that this is what I want to do for my job, you know, for my life, for my profession. This is my ambition. This is an extension of my ambition. If you can't recognize that, then you don't have any per- any place in my life. I wish that I had come to that conclusion. Nero, the chat's definitely got your back. You're not the only person who wrongly chose the girl over 11, apparently. I, you know, I, I, I didn't think that I was. Didn't you just have to do what I did, and you have to find a boyfriend or a girlfriend in the game. And then turn that real. It works. Yeah, see, I did that, and it did not work out well for me, so don't listen to what Vicky says. Yeah, right, right. You can just as easily end up with that anchor around your neck going that route, too. Yeah, yeah. You know that from firsthand experience. <laughs> I, th- I think the only thing I really regret about Eleven is not beating like COP when it was still the hardest that it like in the okay. first round. Like because they did two big nerfs on COP. Yeah, they did yeah, the yeah. first one, the second one. I beat it in that middle period, but I so always I. wanted to be able to say that I had beaten it pre like the the Snoll nerf and all that. I can stuff. say I can say that. Oh, I don't. I I, I, I'm not that. sure that that's as much of a bragging point as it is COP's, as it was. I mean, looking back on it, it was very stressful and frustrating, but. I don't know. I like saying that I beat pretty much everything. I mean, and I started, I didn't start until a month after the PlayStation came out, so I was still a little behind in, from the PC users. But. Vicky, Vicky with the patented humble brag in there. <laughs> oh, I'm not, not going to lie there. Um, but uh, that's why I'm trying to, I, I'm having a really hard time finding a regret. I guess a regret for me would just be not getting a relic. But like, I don't know. I feel like I did everything there was to do in the game up until when I originally quit. Like, I was doing every possible endgame thing from Ground Kings to Sky to Sea to Limus to Dynamis to CNMs to Abyss... Or I was started doing Abyssia, and then I was doing Anheriar, and so I literally was doing every yeah, no, single I, thing every single week. So it's really hard for me to find a real regret outside of getting yeah, a relic. I think Vicky probably got the most out of this game out of any of us. And I got a husband. Yeah. Well, 
You did get a husband. You did, yeah. <laughs> I did. I <laughs> admittedly cannot say that I got a husband out of the that game. That is true. <laughs> I have to claim I cannot make. That is true. Uh, all right. I think that uh, that's going to pretty much do it for uh, our look back at FF11 here. Uh, it's been fun. I, I really, I've enjoyed this opportunity to look backwards because, you know, like, this is really where our roots are. This is where we started as a show. And, you know, we did move past it and we never sewed it up. We never finished it up. We never finished up the 11 version. Uh, oh, my gosh. We need just to end the show right here. <laughs> just cut it right here mid-sentence and it'll never be finished again. <laughs> no, that, well, would, that would. I no. mean, do you guys do you remember what happened the first time? I do. Yeah. I, I So that whole anchor pulled you away. Yeah, exactly. The whole relationship thing was I had to leave like an hour early to go put out a not a literal, but put out a fire. Uh, and and solve solve my ex girlfriend's problem, but yeah, like the the last episode has me leaving midway and Juxta and Tantu outering the show in the worst possible way that I've ever so heard. bad. It was the worst. I can only imagine worst. what this room would be like if one of us got a call and someone was like, "Yeah, I gotta go," and just walked out mid episode. It, I know. I right? can't even like, fathom it. Like if I if I if I got up and left and I was like I got to go deal with some drama, <laughs> we'd be like, "What? Are you fu- <laughs> sit your ass down? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, put your phone away, you <laughs> dingus." Oh, let's go back to our phone lines one more time. Uh, Narnan is calling in. What's up, Narnan? Hello, guys. Uh, what's going on? Uh, can you hear me fine? I'm on the phone, so it's yeah, 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 we, we, got, yeah. We, we got you. We got it's you. one of the we, better phones we've heard, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah you sound pretty good. What's up? Um, hi, everyone. So uh, it's really cool that the show today is about FF11. Thanks. So props for that. Uh, regarding FF11, so I I, I jump in FF11 while I was in WoW because it was a Final Fantasy and I'm a Final Fantasy fan. Yeah. But I want to talk about when I got out. So I got out of uh, Final Fantasy XI because I, I couldn't pay for for two and I unfortunately opted for WoW at the time. Yeah. But uh, recently, uh, not so recently, but a few years ago when uh, A Realm Reborn came out, I tried to to come back. Okay, and I I I downloaded the game. I, I tried to cause, and then when I tried to get in, I got this message: "Play online viewer has stopped working." <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, I restarted right. the game. I re-downloaded. Play online viewer has stopped working. Oh, oh no. no! Did you have like the Windows 10 error or something? Uh, no, no, Windows 7. Windows still. 7. The Windows 10 oh. wasn't out, but. I, I, I tried to see if anything was corrupt, and I tried to to anything I knew how to how to do play online viewer has stopped working. Wow, wow, that's so disappointing, man. Yeah, especially if, after you go through downloading all the fucking. Oh, apps. I know, because dude, it does it's like it, twenty thousand. Yeah, well, I actually think it's fifty thousand at this point. But it, I mean, those I, it's like like fourteen gigs worth of stuff. Yeah. I downloaded the game three times on Wi-Fi. It was really painful. Um, Wow. Yeah, I I can understand that. 
the worst thing is I, I had my level 99 red mage. I only play red mage because red mage cool and, and all. But uh, I wanted to see what was the the new the new story. Uh, I stopped uh, a, a little bit after Abyssia, mm -hmm. uh, um, and uh, and I wanted to see the story because that's what really grabs me. Sure. In games. Yeah. But play online viewer has stopped working. This I never got it to work. I tried it oh. over over the past three four years. There's a <laughs> there's a special FF or sorry a special Windows Seven version of the Play Online Viewer you have to download off of Play Online's website. The one that originally install, installed with the discs will not work. Yeah, it's on Windows Seven. Was did you download it from the website? I I use uh, three different. Uh, setups. I had the discs, so I, I used the discs. Yeah. Uh, I initially I had the PS2 version. So okay, uh, after that I hear that huh. the PS2 got deleted. Yep. Yeah, it's done. Um, then I I bought it on the Square Enix store. Uh, okay. Package didn't work. Yeah, that should have worked. Uh, then I bought it on Steam. And wow, and still it didn't work. Wow, wow. It still it didn't go, work. Go on and Play Online's website and try and download the Windows 7 compatible Play Online Don't viewer. get his hopes up. It might, <laughs> I, don't get his hopes up. That's just a mean thing to do. Yeah, you're well, a dick. Right now I'm on the phone, so it's it's a bit hard to do that right, right. now, but I'll try it. Uh, when I when I come home, although I'm on Windows 10 now, so well, maybe yeah, it. maybe maybe it'll make some kind of difference. Well, Narn, and that is a uh, heartbreaking story, especially for someone who wants to come back to a game that is as you know, like uh, FF11 doesn't seem see that much interest. Like it's not a game that that's like wow, where suddenly disaffected players from from 14 are automatically going to be looking towards. 11 most of them do what other mmo players do and they go back to wow it's not necessarily true that they come back to 11 so you would think that play online and and square enix would really want to go out of their way to make sure that it runs on mm -hmm. all platforms of the game but there are all kinds of bugs and server problems that this game does experience like when i zone into marifatad mountains i always disconnect Always. Always. Every time. It doesn't matter if I'm walking across the zone line. It doesn't matter if I'm warping in. It always disconnects me. Like, breaks the connection with the server. And I have to log out. I have to wait for my character to log out. And then I have to log back in. And when I log back in, it, it is traverse fine. It's fine. Totally fine. So weird. It is. It's one of the strangest problems that I've ever had. When I get home, I'm gonna try and go into Marifatab Mountain to see if that happens. Try. That's I, so I mean, weird. maybe, maybe, yeah. Like maybe it's just their server. Maybe yeah. their server just blows. Maybe someone pissed on Lakshmi again. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, anyway, thank you guys for the calls today. We appreciate it. It's been fun talking to you. We appreciate your participants, your participation in Limit Break Radio Spectacular Annual Platinum Extravaganza Edition Colin Bonanza Special Volume. Race. I always think you're gonna say banana. Banana? I why would, would I? Why would banana be in there? Because instead of bonanza, well, sounds like banana. Dun, da, da, dun, with a Z dun, instead dun, of dun, banana. Dun, da, da, dun, I'm really hungry. Okay. So they've been asking you to do bagpipes. What is bagpipes? Is this a bit that I? You don't know what the bagpipes are? I don't know what the. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I do. I don't know what you're talking. You did the same Dorian. I don't know what the. I don't know what you're talking about. Acapella. I think it's actually, this is a rumor. 
I, I think I had it downloaded on my Zune and I would listen to it sometimes. You had a Zune? Absolutely. Let's, I, yeah, let's I, focus yeah, on that more, first of yeah, all. Yeah, exactly. You know, Scully's <laughs> got the right... Mind. Why would you own a Zune? I'll tell you why. My dad being a computer person and being in the computer business absolutely hated Macs and Mac products. That's so fair. A real competitor to iPod was Zune. I don't think that that's necessarily true, but... Um... Stop exactly. trying to avoid the bagpipes. I'm really all all any other MP3 player, any other valid MP3 player. There was like literally none. the software for Zune was ungodly bad. It wasn't. It was all right. It no, was, it was. Uh, look, Nika, you're talking to a fellow Zune owner. <laughs> do not try to tell me. Do not try to tell me. Do not try to tell me that that was good software. That was a fucking pile of. Garbage. Zune always got music a day after iTunes. Oh my god! Oh, that was that was one of the worst purchasing decisions that I've ever made in my life. You know, one of my worst purchasing decisions is when you did the Sandorian bagpipes. I don't know what you're talking about. Can we do that as a group? I'm not. I'm not I don't know what. You're no, talking. It, it has to be an arrow. It's got to be. What? What do you mean bagpipes? I don't know. What, Come on. I don't know what this Come means. Let's teleport our characters to Sandorian. Maybe it'll refresh your memory. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even remember that. I don't. I don't remember the song. How does it go? There you go. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty amazing. Oh. There you go. Special throwback for you. Yeah, there we go. Oh, my God, my throat. <laughs> That's why I didn't want to do it. That's Maintain why. your vocal consistency. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that destroyed me. I know how you feel. I was doing voices for Odin the other night, yeah. and it was the worst. I got off stream and was just, like, hacking. Were you Were you doing a Dr. Claw voice? Yeah, I was straight doing Claw, yeah. It was not good. I'll get you next time, Vanity. Oh. Don't do that. That hurts. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. It I don't even hurt. know how to do that. <laughs> Let me just explain it in using words that would make sense. <laughs> how how would you explain what you have to do to do that voice? You've got to like burp, but never burp. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> kind of. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah, uh, I don't know. All right. Uh, it's time to, uh, of course, check out uh, one of our benchmark bits here, like we do every single week. And uh, check out what's going on in the Final Fantasy Ballista League. Good afternoon, FFBL fans. Your week four scores in the Final Fantasy Ballista League are in. And we start in the Chaos Shrine, where Beambo USA was utterly dismantled by the Super Senpai Megaforce. Someone check if they were shouting for teleports, because they certainly didn't show up to play. They take the loss by a margin of 70%, our largest loss in FFBL history. Damn. Ouch. The Balam T-Rexars managed to get things back on track in Castle Baron. They take the win against the Red Wings, but unfortunately, we don't have any inkling as to how since no one actually watched the game. <laughs> Titans Banana Hammock rebounded last from last week, winning a close game at home against the Melusine Marauders, while the Chickabos laid waste to the Verminion Lords. Verminion Lords ah. team captain Imerick was asked afterwards about the loss and had this to say. 
It was a tough loss, but fortunately, I can go home and have a drink of cold Coors Light. Remember, drink Coors Light and roll six every time. <laughs> In our closest match of the season... I El- get it. Coors like Corsair. You got it. Ah! That's a joke. In our closest match of the season... There's, there's like half the people wouldn't get that. Yeah. <laughs> we did an 11 episode. I figured why not. <laughs> In our closest match of the season, El Negro Grande apparently took umbrage with the Edelweiss Adventures' words. They gave a hard-fought battle, but ultimately came up short in what was our closest matchup. Only 4% separating Ooh, the game. That sounds like one vote. Uh, it was two, two. I think. Yeah. Ah! Ah! Gordor! Ah! So close. Currently, the Chickabos are ruling the roost in the Eastern Division at 4-0. They are followed by Titans Banana Hammock, the Balam T-Rexars, the Melusine Marauders, and the Red Wings. Over in the Western Division, the Super Senpai Megaforce also sits at 4-0, followed by the Edelweiss Avengers, the Verminion Lords, El Negro Grande, and Beambo USA. And for those who are wondering, yes, the Chickabos and the Super Senpai Megaforce will play this year in the final week of the season. On the waiver wire this week, we have Cloud, Aeldvine, Irvin, Snow, Ridia, Galuf, Bosch, Amarant, Aldo, and the Marmots that Juxta didn't kill as part of the Special <laughs> Marmot Defense Force in 1.0. Yes, specifically those Marmots. Hmm, okay, noted. On the waiver there wire. There ones I didn't kill? Uh, there's like two. Dang! <laughs> On the waiver wire. Well, it's also all the Marmots that other people killed. Oh! So, yeah, I guess there could be some. Okay, uh, that's fair. Our waiver order this week is going to be Papa Woody, Gordor, Mad Hatter, Surin, Aniro, Malky, Nika, Escalia, Juxta, and Callow. And that's what's going on in the Final Fantasy Ballista League, guys. Have a great week, and we'll see you on Tuesday. That's right. Remember, you can vote for uh, all of your FFBL matchups over at LimitBreakRadio.com. And uh, we invite you to do that. Again, Tuesday is when those goes uh, those go up as long uh, as well as the show show usually gets posted on tuesdays it's been a little bit late in the last couple of weeks we've been busy do i do want to apologize but yeah you know we have we actually have been busy and uh we had talked about this a little bit on the last program but i wanted to circle around because we had said you, you know we're working on a new uh a new show uh you know the Limit Break Radio and Final Encounter Casts, uh, those are done through your support over at uh, patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. And, you know, one of the things that we have always said that we wanted to do and that was really important us to do as a part of this show and as a part of this company was that we didn't want to solely rely on your support to be able to continue to produce these shows and to continue to to produce content um and you know it's kind of it's kind of interesting that a lot of the decisions that we've made about how we present our content and the way that we pursue presenting our content has been reinforced with this youtube uh you know censorship scandal that's going on that has all of the big youtube content creators all up in arms but you know we made the decision to do all of our content independent from anyone independent from i mean we don't have to answer to anyone that's why we can do that's why we can do shows like this this is why we can do episodes like this like is there a chance right like is there a chance that doing this episode there would be a hundred people there would be a hundred more people watching on twitch right now than there are probably Last week, we had a really good week. We had like 270 people watching us mm-hmm. break down 
uh, Live Letter 31. Yeah. And this week, it's only about 100. I've I've been looking, and it's about 150. It's 142 right now. Okay. But I don't really care that those 100 people who tuned in expecting 14 got 11. Because we we weren't really making this episode for them. We make every show for ourselves. Yeah, I'd say that that's fair. And and the thing is, is that, you know, we don't really have to answer to anyone. We have to answer to you, the audience, in a general sense. But, you know, that is what gives us the willingness and the ability to try kind of off the wall stuff like this. Mm-hmm. I, I would say that this was a decision that probably took some chances. There's yeah. gonna, there's inevitably going to be a percentage of people that tuned into this channel today that saw that we're doing FF11 and we'll come back expecting FF11, <laughs> or we'll week, never, yeah. or we'll never come back because they assume assume that all we do is 11 content. Yep, that's a risk that we run. We're okay taking those losses. We're okay taking that criticism. We're okay if somebody hears this show and says, "Well, I wanted a 14 show and that's not what I got. I'm gonna go somewhere else." Okay. That's fine. We've always been able to do that because we're independent, because we don't answer to anyone. There's no company that's above us that's looking over our content and going, this is okay. This is not. It's always been us. It's always been the that's been the essence of Limit Break Radio has been the the five or at times four of us in the room making the show. And I love that. I love that about this show. I love that about this company. I love that about this product. And that, I want to tell you right now, is not something that I ever want to change about what we do. It's something that we've grown into the product. It's something that we've gotten really good at. And it's something that I want to continue. But I also want to spend a minute to talk about this new show. Because for the first time ever... We have somebody who's kind of calling the shots. Yep. We have somebody who has expectations of us and our performance. We have somebody who is not the audience. It's not the end user of the product that has to approve it. That has to look that that has to look it over and go, okay, this is acceptable. Yep. It's a weird position to be in. It's new for us. It's not very comfortable it's very strange to think up an idea and have to think i wonder if they'll go for that right you know we're just like let's do it right let's see what happens but we have an opportunity again i want to say i want to stress this because last week you know we we had announced like we're working on a new show and that we're we're looking to have it distributed through the actual radio you know, not just a podcast, but the the actual broadcast radio. The thing that's in your car? Yeah. Have you thing. heard of it? The, yeah. the knobs and dials? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's kind of a mind-blowing concept that you would hear video game discussion on the radio because that's not a, a, the classic vehicle for it. Video game content is always done very well on the internet because the internet is sort of like intrinsically made for it. Right. But there's something that you guys have to realize about me as a person that radio has literally been written into my DNA. It is etched into every fiber of my being. 
This is the only thing that I've ever wanted for my entire life. I don't want for much. I get disappointed really easily. I think you guys can tell that just from listening to the show. I get my hopes up and then I get disappointed. The only thing that I've ever truly in my heart of hearts ever wanted for myself was to be on the radio. My dad, when I say that it's literally written into my DNA, my dad is a broadcaster of almost 40 years. My dad used to be when he was growing up, when he was college age, when he was about my age, when I first started doing Limit Break Radio, he was in the seminary. He was studying to be a priest. Catholic priest. You can't marry. You can't. You, you're celibate. Right? Until he found radio. It was radio that pulled him away from wanting to pursue becoming a priest. It was radio. It was at that radio job where he met a woman named Tanya who became my mom. I have radio to thank for my very existence. It is written into every fiber of my being. It's the only thing that I've ever wanted to be since I was six. You know how people sit around and they, you know, they, they make believe? I used to sit around with electronic equipment and records and CDs and pretend to be a DJ. I used to make tapes being a DJ at seven, eight years old. It's the only thing that I've ever wanted for my entire life. And to know that that is finally within grasp after 10 years of working on this, that's huge. So close. That is huge. And again, this is not a victory. It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to reach out to a wider audience and say, this is what we do. We take big discussions within the video game community and we have those discussions in a way that is not just entertaining, but in a way that other talk shows and other video game talk shows do not have the will to do. Whether or not it's because they get free games or they get some kind of direct sponsorship, we have seen the slow and almost inevitable creep of money, corporate money and influence and sponsorship on things like Twitch and YouTube. And we have insulated ourselves from that quite well. Don't think that we have never that Limit Break Radio has never gotten an offer to join a larger network. Don't think for a second that we haven't had offers that look very appealing on paper. Partnerships that look very appealing on paper. That we have walked away from because it compromises our content in some form or fashion. And what we're looking to do now doesn't do that. It is weird having someone who is saying, yes, this is the direction you should or shouldn't go with that discussion or this content. But never at any point will you hear us shill for a product that we don't believe in. Or review a game and falsely pump up its score because those people buy ad time. That's actually the advantage of working within the radio medium. We have something, we have a firewall that protects us from those influential factors. We have someone who is managing the advertising that would go on on the program we have someone who is managing the 
affiliates and the broadcasting outlets that we're going to. It's actually really important because we're really bad at that. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's the part of the business. We're really good at sitting around and cracking jokes and, and making the content. We're not as good about going out and finding advertisers and taking the pressure off of you, the listener, to support us. We understand that. And we also want to thank you for your support over the last year and a half, two years with the Patreon campaign. You guys have provided us an amazing, amazing foundation for us to build off of. And there's no way that Final Encountercast would have been possible or this new endeavor would have been possible without your support. It's critical. And it's not done yet. Again, I'm going to stress this again. This is an opportunity. It's not a victory. We've not, we don't see a paycheck from this until the spots get sold. We don't see a paycheck from this until the work happens. And that seems appropriate. That, to me, seems fair. You guys have, have gotten us like halfway there. And we're, like, we're looking at a way to get the other half there. Right. Like you got us. You you were able to provide us a way to do the show every week and produce new content. And what we saw that as is an opportunity to continue expanding. But we knew that we couldn't continue to ask you to float the bill. And what's the ultimate goal? What's the ultimate? We've said this. We've stated this multiple times here on Limit Break Radio. We want to do this full time. Yep. We want to always be doing this. The more time that we can devote to doing this, the better I feel. I mean, as a person. The and the better, better the content will be. Exactly. Exactly. And I think the more that you guys, that you guys in the audience would end up appreciating it because you get more of the thing that you want. Get more of the content that we make here. And that's why you come. That's why you come to the channel. That's why you come to the website. That's why you listen to the show. You've got to like it on some level. So to ask you guys, the listener, for a way that we could quit our jobs, for a way that we could pay our rent and feed ourselves through doing this, through working on podcasting and broadcasting it's too big of an ask that's too much there's five people that need to that all need to be taken care of here there's five people not just one what what we get in every month that could easily float a solo channel full-time easily yep it's incredibly generous what you guys give i, I i've i've seen so many other patreon campaigns that hit not even a quarter of what we have or they hit their stretch goals and then just flame out immediately yeah yep i mean it's really amazing what you the opportunity that you guys have have presented us with and i can't thank you enough i can't thank you enough for the people who have been there since the 11 days it's awesome and getting this opportunity is great but i have to admit something and as as someone who is looked at as a bit of the de facto leader around here I don't like admitting it I, because of the personality that I portray on air. I don't like admitting it, but I'm scared. Guys, I'm scared because if this fails, if we flame out on this, if this doesn't take off, 
I am really going to look at it as, you know, a, a failure to you, the five of you who sit in this room, the four of you that sit in this room. You know, this is this is sort of like an opportunity for us. This is like a way out for us. And I feel like if you don't talk about being afraid or if you don't you don't talk about your shortcomings, then you just ignore them. You know, like I think it's really important to talk about the moments where you are afraid because this is we're like all in on this. This is like all chips in. This is do or die time. And even if it doesn't work, it's not like the the whole network goes away or anything like that. It's not like anything about what we already do changes. But, you know, I, we really want to make the most of this. And I don't want to fail you guys. I don't want to fail the audience and, and not meet their expectations. I don't want to fail the four of you who spend an outrageous amount of time dedicating to the production of this show as well as performing it the the amount that you guys traveled to get here and do the show every week and now we're adding a new show on top of it it is a level of dedication in something that i never i never thought that i would get it is hugely validating to know that it, just an idea that made us laugh one weekend could turn into something that sustains us for 10 years creatively. That's amazing. You guys did that. That's not me. I can't claim any credit for that. You guys show up. You guys make the time. You guys do the work. And I can't thank you enough for that. You guys are fucking awesome. And this is, this is the last point that I wanted to make that I am so excited that this journey gets to be with you guys. Oh, stop. There's, <laughs> th there, honestly, there are, there's not four other people that I would rather have walking this road with me. And there's not four other people that I trust with this company, with this show, and with this audience. Like, I trust you guys. You guys have proved time and time again how capable and competent you are and even though i'm afraid even though there's fear and trepidation moving forward i know i'm in good hands like i know that we have the most solid team and that is what makes it easy to sit down and record a new pilot that's what makes it easy to sit down and go you know, we got this. Yeah. We fucking got this. Yep. Walking out after that pilot recording was amazing. It we, was. All of us in the room were just like, "Wow!" And we and, nailed it. And we had we had made a bit of a promise on the last show. We'd overpromised this a little bit that we were going to try to do that pilot live, and we weren't able to because when we talked to the folks that are above us, they said we don't have any of the branding registered. We don't have any of that stuff nailed down. We can't actually. Yep. We we can't let that go public because you don't know what what could happen someone could come in and scoop the name out from under you you don't know mm. you never know you got to play those cards close to your chest but the thing is is that we do want to give you guys a preview we do want to be able to 
share what we've been working so hard on and what you guys should be excited about moving in to the future of this network and to the future of the content that we're going to make. So I want to invite all of you to come on over to twitch.tv slash Final Encountercast. We're going to be starting over there in just about 60 minutes, right around the 5 o'clock mark. We're going to be talking, of course, about all of the latest video game news, but we also want to give you a preview of what you can expect out of this new show. We're not going to be playing a section of the new show by any means, but we're going to... Scalia, you are one of the, one of the uh, hosts for, right. this, for this new show. Uh, we've got a segment that we've worked out, right? Um, and so we're, we're, we're going to preview that segment for everyone yeah, coming it, up on uh, Final Encountercast. Right. It's a segment that we would do on every episode of the new show, uh, yes. and we're going we're gonna to basically do that segment on Final Encountercast. Today. Right, right. Yep. So, you know, and, and the other thing is, is that, you know, there's, there's some new voices that you're going to have to get to know with, uh, with this new show as well. And yes. that's, that's something that we're excited about, too. I mean, you know, all five of us are involved in a production capacity uh some of us are hosts um but we we also wanted to bring a new vibe we also wanted to bring a new energy and dynamic to this new show we didn't want it to be a copy paste clean version of final encounter cast we wanted it to be its own new thing and we're excited to have you uh to have you guys along to join us uh for uh for that ride it's gonna be awesome i i i, I say that with all confidence now hearing the product having listened to what we were able to make in this room it's going to be awesome i'm super excited i'm so excited about this you guys have you guys in the audience you guys have provided a way for me to pursue my dream i never thought in my entire life that i would be lucky enough to be on the radio and talk about something that i loved that is not an opportunity that you get in the broadcast industry a lot of times there are people who spin records at country stations and they have no love for the genre ever and they have less love for it the five years that they've plugged into it and i get i get the, we get to talk about video games I, yeah i i get i get the absolute awesome privilege of sitting in front of you guys every week and talking about video games it's an amazing opportunity that you guys have presented us with and we're we're so excited we can't wait that's gonna be it for limit break radio for this week and i say this week <laughs> because you'll never hear from this from ff11 version again no never. We, we promise it was a one-time thing this yeah. is it yeah um we're gonna talk about 11 again in, in the future i'm positive of it but it's never gonna be in this capacity well, yeah there will not be another 11 show this no. is essentially yeah. uh, the episode 65 of season one yes yeah but also at the same time it's, 79 79 yeah so that's what we're gonna is it be weird actually it's 79 it'd be weird if we did it the other i don't know it would confuse Skuro, and he's confusing all by himself. So, they, yeah, the less of that that we have, the better. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so that is really it. Like that's it for the eleven version of the show. Yeah. Goodbye, eleven show. Goodbye, another tearful goodbye. Uh, and and after that tearful monologue, and, and I I, I want to thank a lot of the people that have been associated with this show over the years. Uh, you know, all of our voices of Vana Deal hosts, all of our network hosts, including Tom Two. Thank you for calling in, Tom Two. All of our hosts that have since left the show, Sale, Gamer, Argent Lom, 
uh, they're all doing well. I, I wish we could have gotten more of them uh, for the show, but uh, it's it's kind of awkward planning on uh, Labor Day weekend. Yeah, who can uh, who can appear and who can't? Um, but you know, there have been a lot of people who have been involved with Limit Break Radio over the years. Edwith, Edwith was uh, elegantly Edwith. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who Edwith. else? Uh, what were some other names? I mean, of course, Kyle and Chase. Kyle and Chase. Kyle and Chase. Me for Vov. Yep. Uh, Nell was on Vov. That's right. Ring three with his riddle me this episode one. Ah, that's right. Ring three. Fryce, oh my right? goodness. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Iru. Yeah, Fryce did stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, who was on? Iru was a thing. Uh, we don't talk about that. He's a skeleton in the closet. <laughs> Literally a skeleton because we murdered him. Literally. Uh, no, what was uh, uh, Kahlo's uh, Honor Amongst Thieves? Who was with him on that? Velux. Velux, that's it. Velux, yeah. No, there have been a lot of people who have been very dedicated to this project and to this idea this uh this it really it's been a passion project for all of us and uh you know we really want to thank you guys for all of your support over the years whether you are an original og ff11 listener or whether you are just finding the show for the first time this week and uh you know just start following this week we want to thank you all of you for your views, for your listens, for your oh Max V Tom too also throwing that out there uh, Max V and Tiger Fury oh, yeah, uh, one yeah. of our one of our uh, uh, repeat guests over and over again and and uh, honestly our show is responsible for their marriage so you owe us everything that's right <laughs> we demand tribute. <laughs> uh but you know honestly like you guys it's really been you guys that have been uh the the audience that has been the driving force in limit break radio uh you know it, it is our personal passion about the game that does drive a lot of this but it's your guys's engagement and involvement with the show that keeps us here it keeps us here far longer than our attention spans would have otherwise kept us here it's 100% true. Yeah. So we do really want to thank you guys, all of your support. And again, I, mean, I know this sounds like sounds like a eulogy for Limit Break Radio, <laughs> and it is for the 11 version, but not for the 14 version. 14 version's not going anywhere. Even with the launching this new show, uh, the, the 14 version of the show, you guys have supported that in droves, and there's no way that we're going to let that let that lapse well, that that we're committed to making that happen someone in the in the chat asked when we were first talking about it will the uh the person kind of that we're overseeing our new show they don't have any say over lbr or no nope. those yeah. shows remain nope. independent of the new show yep. we would never let anyone tell us what to do on those yeah yeah and and you know honestly the the people that we have consulting for us right now they're not gamers no you know i don't think that if we took if we took a contentious position or an, a, a contentious opinion on something on that show, I don't know that they'd even be able to flag it as like, oh, well, that's not maybe in the best interest of this advertiser. Uh, you know, I, I think that we're still going to be able to be this place for really unique discussions about yeah. the video game industry. I mean, that's what we've done so well for so long, whether it's been finding unique topics for FF 11 or 14 or whether it's been the unique 
uh, take that we've had on any of the articles or discussions that we've had on Final Encounter Cast all year. Uh, you know, I think that we just have a natural ability to not get caught up in the extremely granular, fine details of things. That's where I think a lot of podcasts make their mistakes. They start getting into that didactic thing that we used to do in FF11, but we stopped doing. We stopped trying to teach people things and just started having discussions. And that's sort of the same spirit that we're looking to bring into this new show. We're not going to tell you the latest character adjustments on fucking Tracer. Like, that's not going to happen. But we are going to say, well, how does the meta of Overwatch, how has that been changing in the last six months or with the last two patches? You know, uh, big conversations like could we ever see esports as an Olympic sport? These are big, big discussions. They're big. They're they're they've got a macro context to them. They're just they're not discussions that you would hear on other gaming podcasts. And so mm-hmm. those are the kinds of things that we're looking to bring to the table. And you know what? We've got a lot of people. Uh, you know, we've got a lot of people who uh, who are really interested in this. So uh, we can't wait to tell you a little bit more about it. But we're not in a position to be able to say that we, much about it. We just so. can't yet. Yeah, we really can't. We want to. I mean, we like promises coming. We've got, and we want to we've so got bad. the pilot like we've got the pilot and we're chomping at the bit to allow people to hear it. But we do have to be able to protect the brand. And, LBR has and, too many secrets to keep. I don't like this anymore. I know. Right. Think about it this way, though. At the end of October, we'll be out of secrets to keep. Yeah, you're kind of right. It'll feel. How good is that going to feel? Yeah. Oct- well, I don't know. As soon as I can sleep off all of that exhaustion. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, I think it'll feel pretty great. I think I'm just going to disappear for the first week of November and sleep for a week straight. So you're skipping Yomicon then? Oh, God. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. Never that. mind. I'm just going to die. Yeah. That, that, yeah. that sounds about That's right. my plan. All right, guys. That does it here for uh, Limit Break Radio. Thank you so much for uh, listening and calling in and for your support throughout all of these years. It's really uh, been fantastic. So, in classic LBR fashion, got to go around the room. We got to do outros. So was I was I was the first one to kick that off? No, that, you're no, the last. I'm the last, last. That's what yeah. I thought. So yep. thanks guys for listening to Limit Break Radio, LimitBreakRadio.com, Twitter.com slash Limit Break Radio, Facebook.com slash Limit Break Radio. Listen to all the stuff and come back next week. Promise you we'll be talking about FF14. And I'm Juxtaposition. Sleep well, Vanadil. This is Scala Ariamasa saying there's no problem that Super Jump can't fix. Um, this is Vicky, and I'm trying really hard not to cry. This is Papa Woody. You guys have a safe weekend. And I'm a Nero. Keep listening. Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. Today's episode was produced by Juxtaposition and Escalia Rayumasa. Final Fantasy XIV and Eleven are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Miri Kennett, Captain Failboat, Azurian Urexen, Azura Giacho, Bianca Forwin, 
Kalina Ashsaber, Thor Carson, My Waifu, Satori Komeji, Darbykins, Sakura-chan, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. To support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at facebook.com slash Gamer. Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at facebook.com slash Geek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphics cards and other hardware at diamondmm.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content. 